Welcome everyone to the new 20 by 20 Rewind. You may know us from the 20 by 20 pod, but we're doing something a little different. You may have heard our pilot episode uh, explaining all of this, but we're going to jump right in here to episode one of WrestleMania three. My name is Peter and I'm here as always with Chris. What's going on, Chris? Hello, folks. So I'm here. (laughs) You are here. (laughs) We are talking WrestleMania three, but not just talking about it. We are going back in time with WrestleMania three. And if you've heard our pilot episode, our explanation episode, you understand. But we'll give you a little more detail here in one second. First off, we want to remind everyone that this podcast and all of our podcasts are powered by the 20 by 20 apparel full of colorful t-shirts, pins, koozies, uh, TNT posters. In a world of black wrestling t-shirts, we're a splash of color. Yeah, that's right. Then, uh, <laughs> Sound like putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and then... By the time people are listening to this, there's a couple new t-shirts here this week. Uh, Is that correct? Well, if you're listening to this, you're, uh, you know, maybe in a WrestleMania season and maybe we still have some in stock of uh, WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 1, (laughs) which neither are saying that. Just a (laughs) a homage to uh, the venues that held them. I believe they are the... uh, Bigger, better, badder, the uh, blue and yellow, and then the New York City 85, I believe is the official name, right? Yes. So you can find those and everything else over at 20by20apparel.com. Follow all the social media at 20by20apparel. Uh, uh, Someone someone called them the uh, softest t-shirts they own, which was a great compliment. Someone on Twitter reviewed them that way, so it felt <laughs> good. I have seen a lot of good uh, good feedback from people recently, so that's always good to hear that you got people out there who enjoy the product and want to see more of it and are genuinely uh, enjoying what you send them. So that's that's all you. You're the the man behind all of that, so you should be proud. Speaking of being proud. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was trying to think of something to say. <laughs> yeah, I put you on the spot there. We have a little change, as you may have heard, but all of our social media for this podcast has changed. So if you want to follow us, I don't think you have to change anything. I think if you're already following, you're still there. But if you want to find us, and this is your first time listening, every social media is now going to be at 20 by 20 RWD for 20 by 20 Rewind, because... That's what we're doing. Again, we mentioned it earlier, but we've kind of evolved past the talking of nonsense, although we're always going to talk about nonsense. But mm-hmm. we're going to strictly rewind backwards into past events in wrestling history. And it's not just, you know, uh, talking about what happened or things around it or reviewing. It's going to be going backwards in time in the time capsule, as we say, and uh, actually living like we were there, tailgating, if you will. We did it in an earlier episode uh, last year with SummerSlam 93, and now... Uh, good, very good one to start with. Yeah, no, that was a good, uh, good show and a good testing ground, and now 
I would say once a month, we're going to try to focus on something from that month in the years past, and we're going to crack open that time capsule, and we're going to see what happened back then, because, you know, we go to a lot of shows, we tailgate at a lot of things, we are experts at sports and movies and pop culture in general, and when we travel, <laughs> some of us more than others, <laughs> we were there at those times and we're recording and we put them in the time capsule and now we're busting them open. And speaking of uh, busting those tapes open, we couldn't have done it ourselves. You know, we found these tapes and we have nothing to play them on. They're all on these weird little cassettes or weird handheld videos, but our friends at wrestlingtravel.org helped us travel back in time and listen to these, uh, these events that we put on. Wrestlingtravel.org is your one-stop shop for all your wrestling travel needs. They organize your flight, transfers, hotels, and event tickets. And they do this to give you peace of mind and to provide you with the best experience possible. From WrestleMania to Wrestle Kingdom and every major wrestling event in between, Wrestling Travel has got you covered. If you want to travel in style, contact WrestlingTravel.org. Follow them on all social medias at Wrestling Travel. And don't forget to go and purchase your tickets and travel to the next event you want to head to at WrestlingTravel.org. Thank you to WrestlingTravel.org. They are the unofficial sponsor of the 20 by 20 Rewind. Would you agree? I agree. <laughs> uh, they're also <laughs> fans of uh, the t-shirts. I, I know that's how we kind of connected. They're, uh, social yeah, hopefully uh, one day we'll uh, cross paths across the ponds here. Yeah, they're... Uh, they seem like good folk. Their social media guy is always a big fan of the... 20 by 20 apparel and we teamed up and they're helping us bring the 20 by 20 rewind to you uh, this episode as we said is wrestlemania 3 so we're digging back in the archives march 29th 1987 at the pontiac silverdome we were one of the or two of the 93,173 people in attendance i don't know official if, number it is very it. official i don't care what dave Meltzer said it was more people than the Pope. It was more people than the Rolling Stones. It was jam-packed to the rafters. And they counted Gorilla and uh, Jesse, Jesse, I believe. That's, that was an unofficial, too. Uh, we may have been an unofficial, too, because we may or may not have snuck in without a ticket. But This is true. They uh, had 93-plus. It was uh, quite the event. So without further ado, unless Christopher has anything else to add, we're going to... Roll the footage, and we're going to pop in that tape, and we're going to rewind back to March 29th, 1987. All right. Is this thing rolling? Okay. We're, uh, we're in the parking lot. It's uh, March 29th, 1987. and we crisp, are, crisp day out here. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's, it's nice and early. Uh, we got an early card, and we are here in the parking lot. God, it's packed. Uh, can you see oh, all these man. cars? Oh, getting in here? We'd leave at 6 a.m. <laughs> it's impossible. There's 
100,000 people here. My God. We're in the parking Easy, lot. Wait, oh, easily. We're uh, waiting for WrestleMania 3, and uh, we're recording on this little, this new little tape recorder that I found. And uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of record what we're thinking, what we're seeing, and you know, put it in the old, uh, what do you call it, the um, uh, time capsule. And then uh, in a couple years, maybe we'll crack it open, remember the good times. You know what I mean? Like, that's... We're, we're talking about in the end zone. Dig it up when uh, Lions finally win one down here. Yeah, I mean that's not too far away. So we gotta gotta preserve our memories. Break. Like uh, you know, our parents would make their shitty home videos. We're just making our, our shitty little uh, home recording. So uh, we'll just hang out, let this run, and uh, see where it takes us to talk to our future selves and our kids and grandkids. We're gonna dig this up and. Remember what happened at WrestleMania three, especially this one because I don't think wrestling's ever gonna get bigger than this. Look around you, look at these people. Yeah, how are you gonna get bigger? I mean, they had the one in New York, and obviously that was big. And then, I mean, three arenas Mr. last T? year. Mr. T. Oh man, they had Mr. T. They had Liberace. Then, oh man, second year sure. they bring in uh, uh, Ozzy. And uh, where's the beef lady? Where's <laughs> the beef fun. lady? And then, uh, I mean, this year, God, fucking 200,000 people in this parking lot. Well, Metro Detroit's here. I don't, I don't imagine many people are down in the city. We're all out here in the sticks and Pontiac right now. But, you know, it's going to be a good time. I see a lot of I see a lot of familiar faces out there. I see I the, You've seen that dickhead yet walking around? He's dressed like Hulk Hogan. Oh, he doesn't man. look like Hulk Hogan. He looks kind of like an ice cream driver or something. I've seen that guy walking around. I think we saw him when we went to that Saturday night's main event taping last month, and uh, he was hanging around downtown, too. He's, it's hard yeah, to miss guy. him. I mean, he looks like a skinny-ass, shitty Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's got to hit the weights a little harder, brother. <laughs> I heard that he used to wear a kilt, and he was a mix of Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. That's why they call him Roddy Hogan. Now that is bizarre. <laughs> that is a legit story. As, that is what I heard. About as bizarre as Rowdy being good nowadays. I don't know if I trust that. You know. Yeah, he's been uh, we'll see the old fan favorite. I mean, I don't know. By the time our kids listen to this taping, I mean Roddy Piper will probably be a ultra mega movie star because he's leaving for Hollywood. He'll probably be in. I know all the biggest roles, and he'll probably be the. He could be president who or governor. Who, who knows what he can be, but... Uh, well, I'm yeah. guessing he's about to take over for uh, Mr. T's kind of, you know, winding down in the A-team, isn't he? Uh, well, so. I, I don't know. I know you don't uh, watch a lot of TV, but the A-team just got canceled off of uh, television. So. Yeah, see? They need a new star. I mean, Rowdy's the one. He could he's, be. He's uh, middle-aged, right? How old is he? About he's, 30? Man, he's he's jacked. He's older than we are, but not by much. Getting big for the movie roles, but... Uh, I think he's done in the ring, you know? Yeah, this is uh, his last hurrah against, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I mean, you know, we have all day to sit here and talk, but he's wrestling uh, my boy Adrian Adonis in his retirement match. Jeez. God. Adrian's retiring too? No, no, it's just uh, Piper's oh, too retiring. Bad. Yeah, What? <laughs> <laughs> Adrian's yeah. got a good, uh, I mean, he's he's put on a little weight here in the last couple of years, but I mean, he's got years ahead of him too. We could be talking about him in 10, 15 years. I mean, I was going to say this before, but WrestleMania is getting bigger and bigger, right? But I mean, the bubble's going to burst, right? Like, they can't get any bigger than this, so maybe just 
is there not going to be any more WrestleManias? Is that that it? Just three? I yeah, I mean, how are you going to top? Uh, you got the the big guy, the Hulkster, trying to take on the all time great. You know, you know, no one's beating Andre. No one beat him here in Detroit, so he ain't, I don't think it's going to happen once that's over. Yeah, he's got taking a, on Andre. He's got the hometown crowd behind him, and Andre was uh, he's been through Detroit a couple times, right? I uh, used oh, to watch him at big time wrestling. Giant. <laughs> oh yeah. Why was he the Polish yeah, the old, giant when he's the clearly... only time he didn't win a match in Detroit is he uh, eliminated himself in a battle royal to let uh, Thunderbolt Patterson win? But I, you know, I don't don't believe that counts. I think he still is undefeated. And he still has never lost a battle royal. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's not on uh, national TV. I don't think it counts. So it's probably on WADL or whatever, right? It was the well, it's in the record anything. books, though. I think they 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 don't they count an elimination of yourself. They don't count that. That's true. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a negative half a point on the spreadsheet. <laughs> um, uh, was the the Sheik in that match? I, I, how does he not win a battle royal? Just throwing fire and stabbing people? Uh, or was he in the main event? I don't think, I mean, yeah, the Sheik wasn't built for a battle royal. He was busy. <laughs> he, only, you know, he only stabbed one guy at a time. <laughs> That's not his kind of match. <laughs> Maybe the Sheik will take on Andre at WrestleMania. Oh, for my the title. God. Jesus Christ. They bring it back to the Silverdome and have Sheik and Andre for the title. Could you imagine? I don't love it. That's... Anyways. Speaking of big time, I think I've seen Irish Mickey Doyle out here too. <laughs> Is he booked? A lot of people. <laughs> he might be. He might be in a can connection. I don't even know who those guys are. <laughs> what? We'll get into that in a little bit. we got plenty of time. I, I know you, you've been watching wrestling you know, for a long time, but you're not totally up on the current product, so we'll... We'll catch you up a little bit on that, you know, because I. Uh, what is that terminology? Uh, I mean, it's the uh, the you you're not into WWF currently. Like you watch it. Like we went to that show at, at the Joe, but uh, you're more of like the old big time wrestling, uh, you know, Bobo Brazil yeah. and uh, the old guys. I don't, I don't know about this Hulk Hogan. I've been going back and forth. I don't think you can stop Andre, and he's the Polish giant. You know, he's he's uh, he's not from Detroit, but he's basically one of ours. <laughs> he's also not Polish. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, Tell I'm me sorry. that lion down at the Kobo? Uh I thought, I don't know. We should, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. hey, we're talking about wrestling. So while we're here, while uh, the fans are pouring into the parking lot, I, I have a couple things here that we can talk about to, uh, you know, kill the time. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I subscribe to a newsletter. It's from a, a young man called David Meltzer. And, uh, is, he in the, is this in the free press? What is this? <laughs> no, this is not. Out. <laughs> I'm just going to pop myself. They got that little section, you know, they, <laughs> little, you know about page four of the sports section. They go wrestling blurb. <laughs> that, uh, that ML Curly writes. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're talking about, right? <laughs> no, uh, uh, ML. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the, I, I'm sure in the future <laughs> nothing will happen to ML Curley and he won't be accused of uh, anything uh, <laughs> that will make him lose his job or get erased from history. Um, but regardless, or irregardless, as they say... Um, Oh, fancy pants. No. <laughs> uh, this is Dave Meltzer, not ML Curley. ML Curley is okay. a local jabron who, um, you know, does whatever he does, but this is a, a national newsletter. You you pay the guy, and he sends you uh, via mail a newsletter. Uh, I think it comes twice a month, and uh, I have the last couple here. 
so that specifically we specifically wrestling too. You're saying it's all wrestling. It's called the uh, Wrestling Observer. It's not the Farmington Observer. It's the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> I tell you what, the Pontiac Observer out here don't have much in it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It up at the Seven Eleven we pulled in. There ain't a damn thing going on around here. No, 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 no stories in Pontiac. The Wrestling Observer tells you, you know. People write in and tell their stories and trade tapes and and they uh, he just gives you kind of uh, an outlook on what's going on in different feds. I, I know you watch WWF, but there's NWA and there's stuff in uh, in Japan and world class and he kind of just gives you the, the lowdown on what's going on. So uh, I don't know. I thought I'd break out the last uh, last one or two and I can kind of. Ease you back into to wrestling of today. Yeah, give, me, you know? give me some names here. Let me see if I know any of these. So, uh, yeah. guys, we'll just. Uh, I mean, we're here for WWF. You uh, do you ever watch NWA on uh, TBS there at six oh five? You know, sometimes I'm usually uh, flipping through looking for the old ball game. <laughs> Somehow stumble on that, and I've seen some guys kind of old school style. I don't, I don't know my day, you know. It is. It uh, reminds me of the old Bobo Brazil days. <laughs> you got Ric Flair leading the Horsemen. There's a guy who just joined the Horsemen who I think you're going to like in the future. His name is Lex Luger. Uh, he's, oh. he's very raw. He's, Good name. Yeah, he's very talented. And uh, he just joined their little group, so I, I think you're going to like that. Got a good body? Uh, yeah, he's a body guy for sure. Uh, sorry, oh, okay. I, I, you said that and I got distracted thinking about his uh, chiseled physique. So, okay. Um, yeah, no, he doesn't like that, that fat pig Adonis. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jesus Christ! Stop that. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're very old school. They do a lot of like tag matches and six man tags and cage matches and they're they're good. Love me a good cage match. You always like a good cage match. Uh, and, you know, I like a real cage. Not that last year's Mania, they, WrestleMania, I meant to call it. Uh, last year's WrestleMania, they had that very goofy-looking cage, you know, with the blue. I don't like that. Yeah, no, these are like the the good, you know, old-school, the, the chicken wire kind of cage yeah. match. So. you got to get tetanus to be in a cage match I like. <laughs> Although, I mean, let's just go right to... Uh, Back to WWF for a second. Did you watch Saturday Night's main event a couple months ago with Hogan and Paul Orndorff in the cage? And that was a big blue cage, but God, that match was good. I don't know if you uh, if you caught that one. Uh, I, I caught bits and pieces. I like that Paul Orndorff. You know, he, I thought maybe he would uh, get a shot at uh, the Hulkster tonight. Yeah, he's been uh, kind of on and off. I mean, he's good guy, bad guy, against Hogan, with Hogan, but. You know, finally he turned on him, and God, that cage match. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever have another guy who changes that much, you know, good to bad, good to bad. Yeah. He's a big-time guy like that. (laughs) No one will ever be as as gullible as Hogan. Just believe in Orndorff as his friend, and it's not going to happen. But, yeah, they were in the cage match, and both were on the outside, and they landed at the same time, and there was a crooked referee. God, it was a good Saturday night's main event. Crooked referees, man. How do you even bet on it? How do you even bet on wrestling when you got that happening? I try not to bet on wrestling, but if, if that's what we have what to do to pass the time, we, we can. Hey, bookies in the parking lot here. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot Trade of one of my ice-cold strows for a little, uh, <laughs> little line here on the uh, retirement match we keep talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Saturday Night's main event is obviously their, uh, their flagship show, and there's been a couple this year, and, man... When that's not on, you've got primetime wrestling on USA. Oof, 
Heenan and Monsoon and lots oh, yeah. of uh Bobby Heenan's a good guy. He is. <laughs> he's he's made a few rounds back at Kobo. He's a funny funny fellow, that guy. He is, and uh he's leading the giant. Oh yeah, he's gonna be leading the new world champion, I think. I think with uh, the power of Andre and my boy Bobby Heenan's new master mind skills. <laughs> and then uh, it's been uh, the last couple weeks they've been leading up to this. You know, Heenan kind of got in there and started poisoning Andre's mind against Hogan, and they pulled the shirt off of him on Piper's Pit. And that, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up for a second here. Yeah, because I, I know I know you saw Heenan, this. I know where you're going yeah. with this. Heenan had nothing to do with any of this. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Heenan, <laughs> Heenan was just helping Andre after Jack Tunney. Mm. You know comes out here let me give hogan a trophy seven feet tall and then a week later i'm gonna give andre a five foot trophy and as uh, jesse ventura pointed out looks like it's like rotten <laughs> brass or something yeah hogan's got this big solid gold trophy you're gonna give the champion a trophy and then disrespect the giant this is all jack tunney's doing this entire match probably because he wanted to get you know a hundred thousand people here so he's like i gotta get andre i gotta you know poke the bear get him out of the cage <laughs> For for not watching a lot of wrestling lately, you sure have a fire under your ass about Jack Tunney. <laughs> well, you know, I, I started tuning in, and I'm like, okay, we got you know, good competition, and then he got this suit poking his nose around and, you know, starting trouble. I don't like it. <laughs> well, Jack Tunney is going to be here for a long time, long after you're gone, so you respect well, He's doing man. something, right? He's got 100,000 people coming tonight, so he does, I guess I mean. I uh, he, I'm talking about. I think he also signed that deal with uh, LJN to get all those new action figures that I know you're collecting. Oh, I bought one for the dog. It's a what? big old you know, chew toy you throw in the yard. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm collecting those. I have them stocked on Collect my... Collect them? They're for children to play with. What no, are you about? They're, they're beautiful little works of art. Have you seen the... Well, you call him a big fat piece of shit. I call him adorable <laughs> Adrian. He's got a great figure. I bought the uh, that King Kong Bundy one is the one I gave the dog. That big, that thing's heavy as hell. Yeah, the, the Bundy one is kind of weird. Oh, there's some good ones in there. I, I like collecting. They may be children's toys to some or dog toys to some, but I, I like them. But that's just me. I'm, I'm a pack rat. You're, you're gonna be sitting on a bunch of garbage in 20 years. You don't know what to do with because no one's gonna want them. <laughs> I hope I don't forget to open any of them and have them sealed for 30 years. That'd be crazy why would someone do that that's goofy yeah i don't i don't get it even the weight of the bundy would probably just tear right through the package anyway so. yeah that's why i bought that you know most bang for your buck <laughs> that's why i collect the bendies because <laughs> they're smaller <laughs> the what <laughs> the little ones they look just like the big ones but oh, they, so that they was bend. on the dashboard of the car that little tiny thing yeah yeah you see my little uh, jesse ventura over there and his little pink tights well, i like jesse so that's why i didn't throw it out the window when we were driving yeah. down here yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad guys but not a lot of the good guys I, uh, a lot of bad guys around here <laughs> yeah the, that roddy hogan character he's a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy's strange i bet he keeps those things in package <laughs> What else is going on in the world of wrestling? Let me look through my uh, paper here, my observer, if you will. Um, you know what I did? Does it come like a newspaper? I didn't see it over there. What is it? Is it wrapped? You know, is it coming in a uh, little it, bag? And is it big? Is it? No, it comes in an envelope, and it's really just like a, a letter, like a pen pal, if you will. Like you ever. Uh, <laughs> you have like one of Watergate. those. Watergate. It looks like Watergate over there. With that weird <laughs> I mean, I know I have a lot of papers over here because I have, uh, you know, the the Detroit News for today because we got to talk about the the current goings on in the world. And then uh, I got my Observer here, and it's an, an envelope. 
You ever have one of those, uh, like your aunt who lives uh, across the country and they type everything out, like what's going on in their Christmas card? This is kind of what this is. It's just like a, a written wrestling Christmas card. Well, you better keep it on you because when you fire up the grill, you might need to start it with uh, some paper. So Yeah, it's kind of early, but the hibachi is going to get fired up here in a little bit, right? <laughs> um, I can already smell the meat out there. There's a few fires going. Yeah, you were talking about uh, Roddy Piper. How he's going to retire here and go to Hollywood. I don't know yeah. if you've seen this, but I heard, I read that the WWF hired Missy Hyatt to take over, and she's going to have her own segment called Hyatt's House instead is of she Piper's a porn star? Star. <laughs> what? She what? Is she a porn star? What no, is she? she's uh, she was the manager of uh, of a wrestler down in UWF. And now she's UWF. Where yes. is that at? That's like a uh, Southern. You would like it. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of big dudes okay. like uh, Dr. Death and uh, that's a good name. Big Bubba Rogers. A lot of horses should be Hoss oh. WF. <laughs> I love me some horses. Alex Kara style, you know, just <laughs> punching faces. But uh, yeah, so this girl is going to uh, she's a top candidate to come over and take over for Piper's pit. You know, she's got. She's got some good mic skills. Maybe not as good as Piper's Pit. And you've seen like the uh, the Snake Pit with Jake Roberts. He's pretty good too. But uh, your boy uh, Adonis has his little flower shop too. Flower shop? Yeah, they're they're giving one of those bizarre one. (laughs) The bizarre one. (laughs) Uh, They're just giving uh, giving talk shows to anybody. But no, hers is going to be the the top one. So you just you know you should give it to is Mary Hart. She's here tonight. She you know transition right well into a talk show host on. On uh, that Saturday night's main event, I wouldn't mind giving it to Bob Euchre. He's a he's quite the character. Oh, I, yeah, I'm hoping we run into him out here. You know, oh, he's cold one. He's probably dr- he's drunk as hell right now. Oh yeah, you know it. I was hoping to find him uh, down at the Lindell AC you know, <laughs> two nights ago. I thought maybe he'd be in town early, but you know, I didn't see him out there. Yeah, maybe we got to wait for uh, the Brewers to come to town and play the Tigers. You know, I think he's still announcing for them. So that's true. Season's just kicking off. So yeah, there's uh, we're in spring training. There's maybe I should grab the paper and we can uh, look at some local sports. You think that'll uh, that's a good idea? Or how much wrestling can we talk about? I mean, come that's on. That's true. I mean, I feel like I'm in a Lions game. We're sitting out here with a lot more people, but you know, it kind of feels like we're tailgating in a Lions game. Yeah, there's there's way more people here than for a Lions game. Uh, I don't know, let me uh, let me put this away. Let me grab my newspaper. Uh, cut the tape off. We'll 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 turn it back on when I when I get my paper. All right, is this thing on? Did you turn it back on? God, I hope this is working. Could you imagine if we turned this on in thirty years and this wasn't recording? That'd be awful. We just. <laughs> What else are we going to put in the time capsule? I mean, we're probably going to put this stupid little cassette tape in there, but should we put, like, a newspaper or uh, you know, yeah, your, that weird, your, uh, weird FBI file you got there from uh, Mr. Meltzer? <laughs> your, uh, Throw that in there. Your empty Stroh's can in there to remind you of today? Yeah, you know, I got to get some in before we get in. I don't want to pay $3 a beer, so I got to knock out these... Uh, cheap ones here that i bought at the 7-eleven down the street you gotta save money i mean i don't know if you noticed but gas on the way up here was 89 cents unbelievable <laughs> you gotta drive all the way out here yeah pontiac is not a fucking hop skip and a jump it is a nice little hike ski from where we're coming from so that's true yeah <sighs> but yeah i gotta fuel this ford tempo somehow 
<laughs> so uh, let's get the old uh, Detroit news. Speaking of Detroit news, uh, on your way to work tomorrow, you better grab copy at 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, front because, page. Yeah, you're going to have Andre with that brand new belt. Oh, my God. That brand new, beautiful belt. That'll look great on your shoulder. Built for a man of his stature. That's a big belt. It's a big man. <laughs> He's going to... He's got something else big, I bet. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what Uncle Ooh, Terry he... tells me. <laughs> Maybe we'll have Uncle to. Terry's a wild one. He's out here somewhere. He's hard to find, though. Yeah, we're going gonna... <laughs> to. Well, you... He's out here with his buddy Louie, told me, and that guy. <laughs> Big Lou tried saying he was the one that fought Alex Karras down at the Inland LAC and not Dick the Bruiser, which obviously we all know is a lie, but yeah. you know, that's going to be his story from here on out. Yeah, well, uh, may, hopefully we get to see him today. God, he's, yeah. he's a card. All right, let's uh, look at the. That's paper. why I bought an extra case of beer because you never know. Uncle Terry shows up; he'll drink four or five, six of them. <laughs> yeah, he just grabs them and goes. He doesn't even ask. He just—he's always like, <laughs> "Throw me another beer for the road." <laughs> ah, he's a—he's a character. He's probably going to be a little late because he probably stayed up last night watching that Pistons game. Did you? Did you stay up and watch that? Yeah, you know, I keep you on the Pistons. I don't know if they're going to do it again this year. I mean, talking about uh, the Silverdome, that's the home of the Pistons. We keep saying the Lions, but little do people know that's that true. the Pistons play at the Silverdome. No. Yeah, you know, it slipped my mind just because, you know, the weather's warming up and the weather starts to break, I think, you know, spring football for college, and it just makes me think of Lions while I'm out here. That's why. Yeah, no, I get it, but, I mean, the Pistons are, I mean, they're like 20 games above 500 right now. Uh, they're going to the – they got to win. And Boston, get out of the way, Boston. It's time for the Pistons. You got Lambeer and, and Rodman and Sally and uh, uh, Isaiah. And it's got great team. Last night, Lambeer had 30 points. Vinnie Johnson had 30 points off the bench. I mean, come on. Both of them had 30. They both had 30. They, they beat Denver. God, I hate watching West Coast swings. You know, I was up all night oh, yeah. watching them on pass. <laughs> they got a big game tonight in Seattle, too. I like that, uh, that, that young kid, Rodman. Oh, Rodman. Uh, he got 11 rebounds last night. It's the man. Yeah, he looks good. And now you know, talk about a guy who could, uh, you know, we got a lot of football guys who could wrestle. That guy looks like he could wrestle. You think so? I think so. I don't know. You He's always a, have, uh, you know, you got the strong men who come to wrestling like Ken Patera. You got the football players like um, uh, Refrigerator Perry. T.J. Strongbone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Basketball players wrestling. They got they got the reach, you know. You get a little knockout blow on somebody. Yeah, they're big and lanky. You got to be short and stocky. You got to be thick like Harley Ray. Vinnie Johnson, he could be a wrestler. He's <laughs> oh, thick. him and Lambeer. That's a tag team. Ooh, get yeah. out of here, Can Am Connection. We got a new <laughs> tag team tonight. I was gonna say if uh, they were in town, you know, maybe maybe we'd see them here. But uh, yes, yeah, so always. Oh, speaking some of more luminaries, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, we're talking bruisers of those two. I stayed up late to watch them because that game was in Denver, so it was a late-night game. But before then, I was watching the Red Wings because they were on last night on Channel 50. And uh, they, were play- <laughs> they were playing Philly. Man, Probert, fight. Nope. Joey Kosher, fight. Just <laughs> those guys are bruisers. I mean, that's all we can look forward to when it comes to the Wings is just, you know, fisticuffs flying. Yeah. This, it's been kind of depressing the last couple of years, but uh, this year, new coach got Jacques Demers at the helm. You got that kid Jacques, Isaac. That's a good name, Jacques. <laughs> like Jacques Rougeau, but like he's from Windsor. <laughs> and then uh, 
That kid, Steve Eiserman, it's his first year as captain. I, I, they may turn the corner. I mean, I know Edmonton's got your Gretzky and Messier and all those guys, but they're a little yeah, unstoppable. I don't think you're going to have a guy named Eiserman up in that category, but you know, he could, he could be something, I guess. Yeah, they've, they've got a little bit of a nice team there. They, they got the, the Bruisers. They got Adam Oates. They got Peter Klima. Did you say they got Bruiser Brody? <laughs> I meant Dick the Bruiser. I don't know who Bruiser Brody is. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Let me get another Strohs. <laughs> yeah, you go do that. Let me see. Uh, so, yeah, they won last night 5-1. to one. God, the fights left and right. And they're like 500, it looks like. They're 34-33-10. Uh, so, yeah, they're uh, they're primed. They had a really bad year last year, but they got a playoff run in them. Uh, they finished about 500. That's all I say. And, you know, beat up people like it's the movie Slapshot. Slap shot out yet? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> came out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good sports movies. I, I like a good sports movie. Yeah, it came out ten years ago. <sighs> one day, one day, maybe we'll have some sort of technology where you can look it up. Yeah, you're that, probably thinking, of, you know, I don't know what you're thinking of. Yeah, I'm. I'm all turned around. I apologize. Yeah, what other sports <laughs> we got on the sports page here? Uh, Lions looking at uh, the draft. Big NFL oh, yeah. draft coming up soon, but. That's something the Lions usually nails the draft. I, I trust them here. That's actually true. Of everything we talk about today, <laughs> if anything can be said, it's that the Lions will nail their draft pick. Because last year, they got Chuck Long, quarterback of the future. Yeah. Uh, he didn't start last year, but this year, on the back of Chuck Long, we're going all the way. Well, maybe not all the way, but I mean, they're going to do better than you know, five wins that they had last year. So. I don't yeah, know. You know I, 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 as long as they keep beating uh, the Packers, that's all that matters. The problem, this is the problem I see with the Lions. It's not the front office. It's not the ownership. It's not even the defense, but they have the seventh pick here, right, coming up in a couple of weeks in the draft. Chuck Long is the quarterback of the future. Uh, we can agree on that, right? Yes. But in the draft coming out is a senior from Michigan, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, that's talk you, about a stud. But you can't take another quarterback. I mean, you get you got to stick with Chuck Long, right? Maybe just, that'll be the future. You have two quarterbacks on the field. No running backs. Get wild. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, there's some... There's the, offense, some <laughs> the offense of the late 80s, I feel. Two quarterbacks, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, the Lions are going to be running and gunning. <laughs> Silver streak out there. They, they don't need a running back. They shouldn't draft a running back anytime soon. They're good. No, I sling the ball. Man, did you? speaking of running backs, did you see Jamie Morris at Michigan last year? Oh, my God. Him and oh, Harbaugh, yeah. unbeatable. 11-2. and two. Uh, They were like top 10. I like to I like to turn the TV down and listen to Eufer uh, yelling on during his uh, during his runs. Yeah, it's tough NCAA football. I mean, I know we love them, but it's just it's hard to break through. You know, it's hard to get one of those uh, national titles here. But yeah, get to the Rose Bowl. They're, they're against us. That's why. That's true. You just as long as you can get to the Rose Bowl, you can beat Ohio State, land in the top five. That's all you can ask for, right? Yeah, beautiful Rose Bowl game. That's the pinnacle. Yeah, they, and, you know, always beating up on Ohio State. That'll never change. Yeah, they lost the Rose Bowl last year, though. But I mean, that's just a blip yeah, in the radar. Not getting right? there. They don't, it's just a party when you get there. 
That's what I say. Yeah. It's like a New Year's party. It's like the Mardi Gras for Michigan fans. Nothing like a Michigan team overlooking someone and losing. Uh, <laughs> next year, big start coming up. Like, I think they got Notre Dame up first. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know hate who the that, quarterback. Hate that team. I don't. I, God, I hate Notre Dame. I don't know who they're going to have starting now that Harbaugh's leaving. But I mean, they got to have someone in the pipeline, right? Yeah. I mean, I trust uh, Bo Schimbackler's recruiting here, so I think we got someone. The team. The team. The team. We That's got it. This. They'll plug in somewhere. I mean, uh, while we're talking Michigan, if we're just going right down the sports line, I mean, basketball. They just lost in the tournament to a really good North Carolina team, but they got some upswing too. I I, I like their team. You, you catch some Michigan basketball this year? Yeah, it's a good it's a good base for yeah right now. I think you know, in a, in, a, in a couple years you got some hot young kids coming in. I think you could win it again. You got uh, again. I mean, win it. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yes, uh, Glenn Rice. I mean, that's a young kid, but God, he's he's gonna be a stud when he gets a little older. So we got. We got promise there at Michigan basketball, and uh, that's another reason why I'm tired. I mean, last night I was staying up and watching the Red Wings game, then I watched the Pistons game, but we're right in the middle of the Final Four. You know, it's, that's true. It's pretty pretty nice how they do the Final Four on a Saturday and a Monday, and then WrestleMania goes right in between that. That's that's pretty nice. Whoever came up with that idea is uh, definitely it makes for it's a, definitely better than if they randomly put a game at ten o'clock on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That went till twelve thirty, and ended on three three pointers that almost lost the game. What am I talking about? Go on. It's, it's also better than. It's nice that we have a WrestleMania at four o'clock today and not at fucking eight o'clock for eight hours on a Sunday night. Oh but, yeah, I mean they're they'll never WrestleMania. Do that. It's typically a little longer, right? Uh, no, they're all about the same. WrestleMania yeah. is like a normal show. About it is two three hours. It's kind of crazy that there's a lot of matches on this card, and we'll go over that in a little bit. But. uh yeah, there's a lot of matches, but at least they start at 4 o'clock. I mean, could you imagine if they started at, like, 8? My God. Wow. Yeah. Right, we'd be... Sunday. You'd still be drunk. You're going to be drunk anyway tomorrow at work. Could you imagine if yeah. you were oh, wa- yeah. watching wrestling at midnight? Yeah, well, that's definitely... I mean, who would ever stay around for that? Like, put three hours, you're pushing it. So, I mean... Yeah. Imagine going... Uh, you're saying eight hours. My goodness. That's like uh, you're watching the Olympics all day. Like, no one's watching wrestling that long. <laughs> You know how last year WrestleMania was in multiple arenas? What if they had it on multiple days? Almost like you're saying, like an Olympics, you just have uh, yeah, wrestling all day, all weekend. That's, oh. I think it's anyways. a little bit of overkill. Yeah, well, speaking of overkill, yeah, I was... The uh, guy you listen to probably wants to watch it because <laughs> he needs to make his money selling you guys weird <laughs> newspapers. <laughs> he stays up late and uh, he gets tapes of Japanese wrestling. I think that's his thing. Our buddy Steve, I think, likes the Japanese wrestling. Sometimes I find some weird tapes for him and I send them his way. Yeah, he told me that uh, that that Terry Funk, you you came down and feuded a little bit with the Sheik and some of the folks down at Kobo. He told me he was a, a Japanese guy. So. He, he's all over the place. I mean, he goes from from here to there to Texas to Puerto Rico to Japan. That's but uh, he's he's getting a little long in the tooth. You know what I mean? He was. He was old when he was inciting riots here at uh, Big Time Wrestling. Uh, he can't be. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that guy goes that much longer the way he went in. Andre, too, seems like uh, I think this might be his big, big send-off. He wins this, like I said, maybe bring in the Sheik next year and have him fighting for the title. And the Sheik is going to be the world champion? Yeah, who are you cheering I for think, in that match? 
What, tonight? Or mm. the, if one's Andre no, wins? No, the, the Andre versus the Sheik. Oh, man, that's a tough one. You got to go with the Sheik, even though Andre is Polish. It's not Polish. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, you're telling me they're lying? I got the program. I got the uh, the magazine from Kobo. They tell me it's Pol- Andre the Polish Giant. <laughs> the magazine. Uh, why are we saying everyone's old and they're 30 and the Sheik is clearly like 60 right now? <laughs> you're okay putting the title on him? Well, you know, it's he's a, he's a local legend. You know, some, some guys... For some reason, are not in this uh, WWF, this uh, all-encompassing wrestling, or the uh, the NWA, as you said, down uh, south. All the uh, guys down there. I don't. I don't know. She for whatever reason, he likes to stay here. Have you thought about maybe putting the title on a young upstart like Greg the Hammer Valentine? I do love me some Greg. You know what? I like his tag team partner even better. Uh, the, Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, you know, uh, last <laughs> night. While you were staying up watching the uh, basketball game, well, I was down at Harpo's. It was party <laughs> oh, <man>. night. <laughs> party night. Beefcake, he showed up. I'm not, I'm not lying. Brutus Beefcake was there last night, cutting and strutting. What it looked either. like he was doing. <laughs> I don't think he was doing that. Well, I, I, that's what they say with the the, the stripper move. The, the you know, you kind of slide your arms in a cut motion and you strut down the right down the middle of the uh, old disco floor they got there at Harpo's. So you went Ooh, to a it was a party. Sounds like you went to a male stripper review. Is that what was I, going no, on? Uh, I don't believe there was anyone actually stripping, but you know, Beefcake had some of his uh, stripper gear and he, yeah, he was he was telling me he was buying me Long Islands and stuff at the bar and he kept patting my belly and stuff and he's he's a yeah. good guy. He does so like that. I'm cheering for uh, him and uh, Hammer. I say what you know, Brutus, good looking man. Give him the title maybe in ten years. Yeah, he I could see him being world champion. Was uh was Luscious Johnny Valiant down at the bar as well? I mean, I'm you sure know, he was, was kind of crowded. I didn't see Luscious Johnny out there. I'm sure he was at a bar. I just was wondering <laughs> if he was at that bar. Yeah, I feel like Harbaugh's might have been too popping for old uh, Luscious Johnny. Pulling up in his... for those young, young hopping guys like Beefcake. <laughs> was he barefoot? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was kind of dark in there. They did have the floor lit up. The lights were still working on the floor from the old disco days. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope he wasn't walking through that parking lot barefoot because it's rocky and full of glass. Probably from that docking show last weekend. Man, those guys rock. <laughs> Speaking of rocket, Cooper's here tonight. Yeah. I hope he plays Teenage Frankenstein. I like uh, that one. I don't know if he's actually going to play. I think he's just going to be here. What the, uh, what's he going to do? Um, I don't know. I think he's just going to be like the manager, if you will, of Jake the Snake. Oh, man. I was hoping there'd be like intermission and we get like a 20-minute set from him, you know? Uh, Silverdome, rock and roll, that goes hand in hand too. I seen Zeppelin here back in the day. Uh, are you telling me that at the biggest wrestling show of the year, they are going to have a music artist come in and play a twenty-minute set? That's I mean, not going to happen. That sounds kind of bizarre, but you know, I mean, why is he here? It's his, uh, it's, it's his city. Not Pontiac, but with the timber in Detroit, <laughs> yeah. Ann Arbor, wherever he was from. Speaking of, I mean, okay, n- now you're talking. Now we're talking about Cooper. Reach over and grab that Cooper tape and throw it in the deck. I, I kind of want to listen to it. And, uh, yeah, I, Teenage Frankenstein. That yeah. was that new one I like. The new one. It's like the, I thought it was kind of old, but it's still good. It came out. Uh, it came out uh, last last fall, I believe. But uh, 
Well, you know, that's we got the tape. Just go grab it and throw it in the deck. And I'm going to uh, explain while you're doing that that I was up all night watching the Pistons and the uh, and the Red Wings, but also the Final Four was last night. So I know that you're. I know we're Michigan fans, so you hate Indiana, but Indiana beat UNLV, which I couldn't believe. And then Syracuse, with local boy Derek Coleman, beat Providence. So now we got to cheer for Syracuse just for, for, just for the local For boy. D.C., yeah. So we stayed up all night and watched that last night. Got up early, came here, Pontiac, and watched this all night. And then tomorrow night, we got to go home and got to watch the finals. So we got Syracuse and Indiana. You're going to cheer against a Big Ten team? You're cheering against Steve well, Alfred? You know, I get bitter once my team's out, so I don't. I won't cheer for the Big Ten at that point. <laughs> That's why you're drinking tonight? You're still mourning the <laughs> loss? <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have to watch half those games because, like I said, old Beefcake was uh, cutting it up. <laughs> At the I have a feeling if you get drunk after every Michigan basketball tournament loss, you're going to be drunk for a couple of years. <laughs> Just a couple, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, well, things will turn around. Don't worry. Ah, uh, uh, look, look at those tunes. Jeez, that Cooper tape, real sweet. I'm glad we have that in the in the car here. Ah, oh, uh, sports, sports, sports. You know, this reminds me. I, I think I have to uh, go make a phone call. So, um. Yeah, I need to go uh, go check something out real quick. So uh, you sit here. You do that. I'm gonna. I want to. I don't want to get one of these long lines with this outhouse. I might got a big old cargo van or something to go take a pee behind. Jesus Christ! It's, it's ten o'clock in the morning. You can't just pee I, out here. Hey man, strows are flowing. You know, the lines ain't slowing down. All right. Well, you go do that. I gotta. Uh, I gotta make a phone call about something. So uh, yeah, I'll be right back. interruption hey aaron what's going on this is pete what's up oh, oh pete uh what are you doing uh so i know it's early in the morning and you're probably packing up getting ready but we're in the parking lot of the silver dome it's it's day of wrestlemania i know yeah. you have the tickets so we were gonna you're planning on coming up here what's going well, on just, just seeing where right now just getting a, I, I had a little bit of car trouble car trouble. so i'm uh working on the um uh, well, the flux capacitor, hmm. uh, it, it didn't have uh, 1.21 gigawatts of plutonium. Um, it's not like you can get plutonium at uh, every gas station. Yeah, you can't. You have to talk to the Libyans to get that, I've heard. Right, right. Um, so I, I'm hanging out with my old man doctor friend, who hmm. is my only friend. <laughs> so um, uh, I just want to make clear. So you're saying you're not, uh, uh, you're not coming? Is, is that no, you're going to be on my way. I'm sure this is just a, a minor mishap. So, oh. uh, yeah, I definitely have the tickets. So we're good. We're good. But uh, you know what? Uh, just to get in the mood to be in 1987, I got my cassette tape of White Snake. Mm, I mean, that's good road trip songs or tape. But uh, I'm just double checking because we really need those tickets. And, I mean, the last time you guys were up here, it was you and your boy Rod, and, and Rod said that he yeah. had tickets. Like that's, oh, is that him in the background? Did I just hear him? 
Yes, you just heard him. He's, he's in the car with me. But uh, I needed somebody to fix the car, and Rod is a, my, a mechanic. Mechanic, so. too. Oh, wow. Yes. He's, he's pretty handy. And plus, uh, he told me he's booked on the show. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys are coming. Last I just... time I had plans with you guys, we were at the uh, Municipal Stadium for the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, you I mean, they had a, the Indians are pretty terrible nowadays, but, uh, you know, the Tigers are still looking good. All right, right. Uh, you know, we're we're on our way back to 1987, so um, I can't wait to see my favorite baseball player, Mel Hall, play in the outfield. You know, he was just in a recent edition of WWF magazine in 1987, uh, posing with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, I, I didn't catch that one. I, I apologize. I thought you Savage is on the cover. He's holding the Intercontinental Championship belt. I thought your favorite Indian was uh, Tom Candonati. Is that is that not the case? Tom Candiotti, the the knuckleballer. <laughs> no, Mel Hall was my favorite, and I'm sure that nothing bad will ever happen with Mel Hall. Uh, probably not. The, uh, the Indians uh, do have a young uh, left-handed pitcher in their uh, farm system named Kevin Wickander, who he'll probably be my favorite in a couple years, and I'm sure nothing bad will happen with him either. Hmm. I, I like your positivity. Um, I'm not positive about uh, the Indians' records, but I'm glad you're positive about those guys. I, I'm still kind of slightly worried about these tickets. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I think the car's starting now. You sure? Uh, I don't want it to start. <laughs> I don't want it to stall out like the Browns did a couple months ago against Elway in the playoffs. You know, oh, that, that was hard times. Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> I haven't talked to you since then. Um, we cried afterwards. Oh, that's that's a touching story. But Do yeah, I we almost got this um, flux capacitor going here. We just met with the uh, Syrian dudes. <laughs> do I uh, do I hear your buddy Greg in the background? Uh, are you sure you're not just hanging out with him and ditching us? I mean, that's. I'm getting that feeling. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I guess he might be here. I mean, I thought I could bring him along for the ride since I have all these tickets. Oh, I, I'm I'm excited. I I heard I'm going to WrestleMania two, so I, I wanted to come along. No, this oh. is WrestleMania three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said WrestleMania two. I said I wanted to come to WrestleMania. <laughs> also, two. <laughs> we're going to three, and maybe next episode we'll go to two. But it's going to be hard because it's in three different venues. What if I got to bring these guys tickets to three different I'm venues? Going to, no, I don't care about WrestleMania 2 because that's in the past. We're in 1987. Yes. Hey, listen, there's an extra ticket for me, right? right uh, Pete? I mean, you tell me. You guys are looking at the tickets, right? And you're coming yeah. up here, right? I mean. I got definitely I have one. I definitely have one. No. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's a problem. Huh. That's a real, uh, not for me. <laughs> I'm I'm not feeling the, the confidence here, but uh, I mean, if you say you're coming, then I I trust you guys. So I'm only going to be there for Coco Beware. Um, is he on the card against Butch Reed? You oh, better yeah. recognize. Yeah, you're right. He does have a big match. Uh, so. who, right. who are you guys most looking forward to? I mean, I, I'm. Greg said he was looking forward to Bad Bunny, but he's he's not at WrestleMania three. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, born yet. No. Nope. Greg was barely born yet. I don't know. I've, I've gone back in time, so I'm very excited about the prospects of seeing Hulk Hogan beat Andre the Giant. I have faith in him. 
Do you know this finish already? No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, this is going uh, off the rails. I, uh, I just, we do. I'm just, I'm just concerned about the tickets and that you're going to be here. We got a prime spot. We'll find each other and we'll we'll watch this this great event. Hey, that's be, be in uh, parking lot seven A. Seven A. That's let me look yeah. around. Yep, that's yeah. We're well, halfway there now. The halfway there. Yeah, you're from. Yeah, we're, that's we're, not true. We're, we're fast. You're we're, still, we're in a time machine. I don't think we're in a time machine right now. I think I built a time machine out of a DeLorean. I think you're in a Ford Tempo. I don't know if you're in a DeLorean, but you know, I had a Ford. (laughs) So did my parents. (laughs) I mean, everybody in 87. The other one was a big uh, Ford Escort. Yes. I I haven't seen an Escort. Oh, they're good. Well, I Um, hope so. The only thing is uh, uh, yours got wet. What? How did it get wet? Did I hope they still take them because, you know, tickets back then weren't electronic. You couldn't show a phone because we didn't have phones other than the ones with the big cords on them. And the spitty thing, you would want. Yes. Um, so uh, I think my quarter is running out here on, on the payphone. But uh, just in case I, I don't run into you, I wanted to let you know that I got the newest edition of Meltzer's Observer. You know, I got that in the in the mail, and uh, mm-hmm. I know that we tape trade. That's how we met. But um, yes. so you probably already know this, but your favorite tag team is actually coming back from Japan this month. The Sheep Herders are are, are, are coming back, and so I, I just want to let you know that you know we can get some tapes from there. I don't I don't know that anybody <laughs> can see this in 1987 or whatever. But, uh, I just. Uh, uh, and probably not going to make it to WrestleMania. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to help you out. I mean, they're they're coming back. They're, you know, they, they left Memphis and now they're, they're coming back to Puerto Rico. And we well, see if I'm coming back in time, current time, and I'm 43, Bushwhacker Luke's not going to want to molest me and fondle me. <laughs> um, he likes doing that to 14 year old boys. I, I, I'm, I'm not following. I, uh, yeah, there's a line here at the payphone, and and I think I gotta go. But uh, as long as you're coming, that's all. I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. If yeah, you, yeah, we'll be there, but we, we got you know soggy tickets. Uh, okay, you, you do know <laughs> that. You, drop your tickets in the plutonium. You do know that Little Caesars originated in Detroit, right? So if you bring your buddy Greg, he can uh, get some some hot and fresh some from hometown Detroit. So it tastes different that. here. If we're going back to 1987. But we're in 19. We're not going back. This is what we're in. That's today's day. Okay, we're in 1987. So guess what? It's pizza pizza. Do you know what that meant? What? When every, every time you buy a pizza from Little Caesars, they just give you another one for free. Wait, is that real? Yeah, that, that was the whole gimmick. That's why that little uh, Roman dude would say, pizza pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's my quarter is running out. I, I you just get here, we'll find each other. Gate 7A, we're good. Get the pizza, we'll be here. All right, goodbye. Yes, all right, uh, got this thing rolling. Yep, yep. Uh, there's some uh, some good tunes here. Uh, this is Bon Jovi track, yeah, it's, it's good. I know you like Bon Jovi, right? This, what? What do you say to me? Uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. You know, it's like the top song of, of, 
on the roof? No, I didn't put this on. No, I was, I was coming back from the outhouse or the porch on down there. I yeah. did not put this on. No, the, uh, I think the tape ran out, and uh, now it's on the riff. So, you know, it's Bon Jovi. It's dead or alive. Oh. Come on. I like the riff, but, you know, let's, uh, they need to get get back to the rockin'. Like I said, I seen Zeppelin here, not Bon Jovi. Well, uh, I mean, last month or earlier this month, I saw two nights of Bon Jovi. They're at Kobo back to back. They're coming back for two more shows at the Joe. So I what got my ticket. Disgrace to the house of the Sheik built. <laughs> Stop the Sheik. That's what Bon Jovi saying. Stop the Jovi. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Adonis and his pretty boy look. Bon Jovi, man. He's, yeah, this, you know, I mean, I know music is kind of weird right now. So uh, we're going to be listening to this in, you know, 30 years with our kids. And they're going to be listening to God knows what music is going to sound like then. Right now, music is so weird because it's, you know, we grew up and you're listening to the Zeppelin and the Cooper. And then you get all these bands with like their hair and their makeup, which I'm into. I'm okay with, uh. You know the the Bon Jovis and the Motley Crues, and they, you're you're not so much, right? I mean, no, that's not my taste, man. Too much, uh, too much showmanship, too much uh, over the top sound, you know. <laughs> so like, I know you didn't go with me, but a couple months ago at the Joe, I went and saw Rat and Poison. I mean, that's that's straight exactly what the '80s are all about, right no, there. See that month, I went. I was at the Joe that month, but I went to uh, the Cooper Megadeth show myself. Yeah, I, I missed that one. I, Megadeth is—they're uh, interesting. Like they're up and yeah, coming, they come but a lot I mean, harder than a Cooper. Even I mean, Cooper. I have the Cooper showman. He's got the uh, the glam rock, as they say, in him, but uh, he still has a lot of horror in him, which I enjoy. Yeah, he so. looks like he's a thousand years old, even in 1987. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> well, he's like Nosferatu. He's a vampire. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Anyways, uh, interesting time for music. It's just not just your your rock sound or your you know Neil Diamond and all that bullshit. There's like all all different kinds of rock. It's kind of crazy. There's yeah. like the Beastie rat- Boys just dropped License of Hill. That was a yeah. What's I don't understand what's going on there. We'll we'll That's a cool f- sound. we'll probably listen to that. I think I got that tape somewhere in the, in the car here. Uh, you know, your, your boy Bruce Springsteen, he's got a couple couple good tapes oh, yeah. out there. Uh, ACDC is a good rock band. It's just, you can't put them all in one compartment. You know what I mean? It's like rock is just breaking loose. And then you got stuff like Beastie Boys or what's that tape that I heard at work? It's like DJ Jeffy Jazz and the, the French Prince. It's weird, but it's good. French French? It, the, the, yes, I, I think. I don't know. It's guy was playing it at work. I don't know what it was, but it, it was all right. We may have I to. Mean, t- we'll turn on 96.3. T- I, I think they play it on there. We'll, we'll flip around. I'm tired of hearing a Joshua Tree from Ugh. those guys. If I, they can go away anytime soon. I hate you two then, and I hate you two now. <laughs> I can do without them. You were talking about the tapes in the car. You got the tickets in there? I didn't see the tickets um, when we were pulling up. Have you heard that Walk Like an Egyptian song? I mean, that's not rock, but that's... Is that the Bangles? I don't even know who sings that, but that's... that's yeah, that, I, I heard that last like night at, uh, oh. at Harpo's. <laughs> I can now, imagine. I, that might have been what Brutus was dancing to, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I was saying the tickets. You seen the tickets in the car? Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, we got the tickets. We got real good tickets. Don't worry. We're... We got... 
Great. I want to see. You know, I want to make sure I know which entrance um, in case we get split up. If I go to the bathroom, I'll, or, I'll go grab them. Uh, you know, I mean, we're sitting out here on the on the back of the car. Just you're drinking, and I got a nice milkshake that someone gave me right here. It's like it's a milkshake. Yeah, mint Oreo. It's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> well, they must have had it know. in their cooler. They they brought it I mean, with them. Five steps from the front of the car, uh, but. But yeah, well, Anyways, I guess I'll. Uh, if there's I'll a trust your judge. If if we if I go and throw a tape and you know or change the channel, we'll okay. I'll, I'll grab them. I'll I'll show you. We got plenty of time. It's on like it's barely noon. You know we're we're cooking our hot dogs. We got plenty of time. So but don't you worry about All right. the tickets. Yeah, I'll probably forget about it anyways by the time I look at it. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make that happen. Oh, what else is going on in the in the the days? Nice sunny day. Dude, the, the crowd is fucking enormous. I can't believe how many people are out here. Yeah, well, do we need to leave early? I mean, we can't. The main event, we have to see the main event. That's what we're here for. Yeah, which, you know, it's funny you say that. They wouldn't do it at WrestleMania, but when we went to see a Saturday night's main event, you know, a couple months ago at, at, jo- at the right. Joe, they had the main event first. Like, it's almost like they, they want you to get there early to see Hogan and then it's the, tapered off but they're not going to do that here they're not just going to like no I think they I think they do that for the, the television show you know they got people tuning in prime time yeah look you in and then, sh- then show you the the other guys and then you know by midnight when everyone's falling asleep on the couch that's when they throw the Can-Am connection those <laughs> That's bums. It's possible. I mean, but you remember that battle royal that Hercules won? Oh my god, real sweet. But now, I like that guy. Now you you bring up an interesting point before as Andre having been undefeated in battle royals, but he was in that battle royal and he didn't win it. So, I mean, what's going on there? Hmm. This is. <laughs> I don't remember though. How did he? Uh, he didn't eliminate himself like he did at the Kobo. I think everyone ganged up on him, but actually, that's funny. Now it's all coming back to me. God, that was a long night, too. Jeez. Uh, they're, they're all long nights when we're downtown. He eliminated Hogan, and he gave him that, like, brush-off move, which was real fucking sweet. And then, uh, <laughs> like, 15 guys ganged up and eliminated Andre, and then afterwards, Heenan was like, you know, it doesn't even matter that he lost. The fact is it took a whole 20 guys to eliminate the giant, but one man eliminated Hogan. So they took that's it as true. like a moral victory. So Yeah, that's like an asterisk, like we were saying. That doesn't really Yeah, count, and that man. doesn't 15 count. 15 guys, you're not losing the match. There were some fucking jobbers in that, that battle royal, but, you know. The what? I mean, you know, guys who get in there and do their job and, and oh. do it well. Like Hercules. He could... He, he could do something. I don't know. He's, he's got a status, kind of. He's got a big match tonight against my boy, Billy Jack. So, uh, I don't know. That's going to be a... Talk about a hoss fight. Those two are going to tear down the house. I'm going to go with Hercules. He's got my boy, uh, Bobby Heenan, in his corner. I don't want to get too, you know, far into this too early in the day. That could steal the show. Hercules and Billy Jack, and people are going to look back and be like, Hogan and Andre. You assume you know that's going to be the, the match, but if we're talking 30 years in the future and we're like, God, there was one match on that show that everyone is going to study and memorize and hold for hold high regard as like the best match ever, it may be Hercules and Billy Jack. I don't know. You think so? I, I think it has. I like those guys. You know what I think? I think it's a... Uh... 
I think old Harley Race still has it in him too. Him and old junkyard dog might put on. Oh man, talk about some special. Yeah, th- those guys are old school yet. You know, it's still in their prime. So that's that's going to be a good one, too. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. God, that's we're going to have to <laughs> review this card. I mean, I see the guy walking around with bootleg T-shirts and programs. So we'll grab a program before, you know, we go in and we'll uh, we'll go over. They probably have that little that little sheet in there with all the matches, right? So, oh, yeah. Kind of like the baseball where you fill it in for yourself. <laughs> I might get the shirt. Buy the shirt in the parking lot. A lot cheaper. Oh, yeah. It's uh. It's a little off color. It's like white instead of the normal black oh, one. But it, yeah, it's, we'll be mowing the lawn in that in no time. Yeah, no one cares about wrestling shirts. They're cool for you know, the next night. And that's about it. Yeah, I mean, there'll be a, <laughs> there'll be a bunch of people wearing them at the next show or at the next concert. And like, oh, yeah, I went to yeah. that. Kind of like you wearing, wearing your, your Cooper shirt the next day to work. But No, yeah, we cut, cut up that shirt about a month from now. And it'll be used for like, you know, wiping the oil down when you're changing oil in your car. <laughs> You know who I haven't seen in concert in a long time? Remember Aerosmith? God, they were sweet in the 70s and early 80s. They Ooh, been, yeah, uh, those guys flamed out. Yeah, they've had a couple like little songs here and there, but well, what's going on? The 80s weren't too kind to them. No, I believe they, uh, I believe they, f- they fell down a, a certain hole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're saying. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I don't think they're making music anymore. I think they're uh, enjoying something else. <laughs> All right. Is that the, uh, are they enjoying the same something else that Uncle Terry's probably enjoying right now? <laughs> Who knows, man? He's a wild cat. He's probably staying up late and maybe he was at the bar. He's probably not even here yet. He probably, uh, I seen that shitty dive bar off a of telegraph on the way out here. He's probably pulled in over there. <laughs> maybe he's, uh, at home watching one of those weird, uh, do you have? I think you have this. I haven't been over yet, but uh, do you have a, a video cassette recorder, the old uh, VCR? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of. Uh, we were talking about our good friend Steve. He's a big. Oh yeah. Know, he's into tech. He's into technology. He likes all the new and latest <laughs> tech, and he's always up on new media. So he was telling me about this thing, and he's the one who got me into it. But you know, he's on the next one. I imagine whenever comes out of VHS, he'll be on top of whatever the next thing is. So. Yeah, there's. Uh, it, it's crazy. I can't imagine anything's better than a than a video cassette. Yeah, it's like you got a little uh, movie theater in your house. You buy a tape, you pop it in, and it's like you're at the theater. It's it's wild. That's <laughs> yeah, great. You can cool. stop it if you want to make popcorn or go to the bathroom. And I don't think you could top this thing. No, it's great quality too. I mean, oh and, yeah, and it's weird that I don't think they've ever done this before. That you go to the store and you rent the tape, like. Now I'm thinking, I, I can't believe I forgot that. We watched this together. We went and rented Transformers. You know, Ooh, like, man. I didn't see it in the movie theater, but then we went to the. Uh, oh, I've seen the, it about six times. Oh, man. That was a good one. <laughs> and then, like, oh, we, yeah. we go and we rent it for a couple bucks, and then you get it for, like, two nights, and then you return it. That's, that's pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, you can watch it a couple times before you return it. They, Tell you what, make sure you rewind it though before you return it. They get very upset about that. Yeah, they should make a some kind of machine that would rewind it so you don't have to ruin your uh, video cassette yeah. recorder. That movie though, you know, Unicron. That's a <laughs> got a transformer that's like the size of a planet eating planets. Wow. <laughs> we could talk the whole time about Transformers the movie. <laughs> and talk you. I'll, I'll give you this. I usually don't like the guys with the big poofy hair that sing, but they have a few of them on that Transformers movie. And 
<laughs> the guys of the big Some rocket songs. Like what? Name one. Oh, well, yeah. The one, you got the touch. <laughs> do, do. That one's a good one. What's that guy's name? Um, that uh, sounds like the Hulk Hogan song. Uh, right? No, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I think Stan Bush sings that song. That's his name? Yeah. Hey, that'd be a good... Uh, Good wrestlers theme song. Could you imagine a local wrestler coming out to that? That'd be pretty good. Uh, Not bad. Uh, funny guy, Weird Al's on it. I enjoy his. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. God, be stupid. He, how many more songs can he parody? You know, he's yeah, he's got to be. Of course. Yeah, his, well, that was an original. Maybe he's transitioning. Maybe he's gonna go legit now. <laughs> go Transformers on. movie's gonna kick off his. New career. Go legit. <laughs> you know, know produce that for him. I don't know. Rick Derringer, that guy, he might do something. He could have some wrestling. Uh, he's got a good name. Derringer. Yeah. He's rocking. Hmm. And then Lion did the tr- Transformers theme song. <laughs> that one. They sound like Transformers. a... They get it all rocked out, you know? They sound like Maybe a... Maybe Lion should play the Silverdome. <laughs> Lion at the home of the lions. Oh, it's printed. Get out of the way, hundred thousand WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm gonna choke on my milkshake. Oh. <laughs> it's um, a thick, you know, thick boy over there. You know, I'm looking at the paper here, and I can't believe we didn't even notice this. God, we got to watch the fi- basketball finals tomorrow. Also, the uh, the Academy Awards are on tomorrow. Oh, it's uh, Transformers nominated. Uh, no, I think Transformers was from a couple of years. Wasn't Transformers in '84? This is true. I yeah, just you, got excited. You should know that. You know, I didn't know if maybe they had a new like VHS category or uh, something. Best rental. They should. Um, but no, I, I think the big one is either going to be a Color of Money, the, the pool movie, or a Platoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing like Ooh, a good platoon. good war movie to get yeah. everyone, uh, you know, rally the troops, as they say. Uh, <laughs> well, you gotta do something with uh, Reagan's uh, what he's up to nowadays. Oh my God! Did you see? I can't believe he admitted all that. Uh, you know, uh, under the table. Well, this or... isn't a this isn't a political time capsule. This is a wrestling <laughs> time capsule. So. Yeah, we're talking uh, pop culture and wrestling and sports. So that's right. There's a, <laughs> you're gonna bust this I open. Tell you what, if you want to get someone though onto the case. Figure out whatever Reagan was up to. I would get Jesse Ventura on the case when he was uh, on there on Piper Spit. He dug in. He was the one getting to the bottom of what was going on. Like I said, he knew the trophy was made of old rotten brass. So Ventura seems like the guy who would get to the bottom of this case. And I feel like he could you know find out whatever conspiracy is lying behind uh, what Ronald Reagan is up to. He, he knocked on the trophy and he's like. I've never seen material like this crumble <laughs> in yeah. a short amount of time. I've done I, underwater deep sea explosions, and this this never happens. You can't stop me from seeing it. He's a Navy uh, SEAL. He knows what he knows what stuff's built out of. So I would trust his judgment on the rotten brass trophy that they gave Andre again. Back to Jack Tunney. That's why we're here. Jack Tunney. Um, Sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. His big fat nose. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Jack Tunney. Uh, so, I mean, as we're saying, uh, Platoon was going to be the big big movie to beat tomorrow. There's a ton of movies coming out, you know, in the next couple weeks that uh, I kind of have my eye on. Like, I know you're into the horror movies. I, I'm not so much yes. into the horror movies, but you got Evil Dead 2. 
I know. Yeah, you, you Evil were... Dead One was a pretty scary movie. Local, a couple local boys too. I was yeah. reading that in the paper. So uh, that's coming out with a sequel, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. How many Nightmare on Elm Streets can you have? Jesus. This has got to be the, you know, seems like three movies is the peak. They kind of did that with the Star Wars, right? They did three movies, so it's got to be the, the, the last one. You think just trilogies? That's, that's all you go is one, two, three? Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, man. Look at this. Next week, Police Academy 4. What? Well, <laughs> they're going to break the mold, I guess. They'll probably flop. I don't know. That they can't do more than four. Uh, look yeah, at all these crazy. sequels. You got Creep Show Two. Oh, I bet Steve is gonna love Creep Show Two. Seems like oh, yeah. right up his alley. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop Two. Man, that's funny. Eddie Murphy is a funny, dude. Sure, when he was on uh, SNL, God. Oh yeah, he was great on there. He did the Gumby stuff. Yeah, SNL now is terrible i mean absolutely awful. that's why they that's why they started doing those saturday night's main events they had to make up for the shitty cast they got nowadays that's true you're watching who are you gonna sit and watch uh, phil hartman and john lovitz that's bullshit no. that's see hulk hogan and andre the giant that's true although last night snl was on i mean god i was flipping through the channel it's hard to flip through the channels i mean i had to get up and actually turn the knob so it kind of <laughs> sucks but Charlton Heston was hosting SNL last night. Like, who wants to see Charlton Heston? Awful. That's a bizarre one. It is. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, movies. Uh, what's his name? Eddie Murphy. Real funny. What about this? <laughs> this is movie coming out I saw a preview for. Ernest Goes to Camp. It's with the guy in the commercials for ABC Warehouse. Are you, have you seen this? That, that guy's making a full movie? A full movie about... About camp. warehouses? I think it's about camp. <laughs> it's about <Huh>. warehouses. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if it was a sequel to the commercials. I was like, they're making full any commercials that are movies now? I, I don't get it, but he's got his own movie. At least it's not a uh, sequel then, huh? Yeah, that's like it's an original, Man, so... That's a one-off, then they won't make any more, I'd imagine. I can't imagine. Could you imagine? God, he had like a Christmas movie or a movie in space or I mean Halloween. <laughs> Maybe he'll show up in Nightmare on Elm Street three because he don't kind of get the, the bizarre you know dream stuff. So you dream if someone falls asleep watching those commercials, who knows? Maybe he'll know. uh, show Weird up. At, maybe he'll show up at a WrestleMania. I mean, they had to wear the beef lady, so they know their thing about commercial stars. They do. You know what I mean, Vern? Surprised she didn't get a movie. <laughs> Where's the beef? Do you even know what what that commercial was for? Wendy's cheeseburgers. <laughs> you ought to think about it, you asshole. <laughs> <sighs> I seen one on the way down here. Wanted to get one, but I thought, yeah, we're gonna grill ourselves. So yeah, you don't need to spend. A, you don't need to spend eighty nine cents on a cheeseburger, and we got the whole five pounds of ground chuck right here. <laughs> and before I throw my paper away, you know, I got the news and the free press because there's, you know, if if this doesn't happen in the future, kids got to know that we have two local papers. We have the news yeah, and thriving, the free press. Two big thriving papers, and they're totally different. I, I can't yeah. explain it. There's a whole section here for all the new TV shows that are that are coming out, you know, because yeah, the new shows come out in the fall, but this is like springtime, so you get some some different stuff popping up. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it because I know your TV is a little old, and you just get like the 
the NBC and the ABC and the CBS. Oh, yeah. You, I don't get the fancy channels. But uh, there's a new channel called Fox, and it's about to start next week. And it's like hip and young. It's got these, uh, let's see, what are they called? Uh, it's the Bruce Beefcake of TV shows. That's <laughs> true. You've got uh, shows called uh, the Tracy Ullman Show, 21 Jump Street, and Married mm. with Children. So those are uh, going to be some new shows here. Names. Yeah, I'm curious what's going on there. Uh, you got some other new shows that are coming out. Uh, I mean, <laughs> your boy, uh, Boy Kelly, is going to love this new show. It's The Bold <laughs> and the Beautiful. That sounds right up his alley. I think that's a uh, soap opera. I know he likes the General oh. Hospital, so. I don't know if he likes it. I know he's a big fan of Japanese soap opera, so. <laughs> his life is a Japanese soap opera. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if he's here tonight, you know? There's a lot of people out here. I'm sure he's somewhere out here. Uh, I know the big shows, like we all sitting around the water cooler at work, and we talk about family ties and Cheers and the Golden Girls. Cheers. Cheers just keep going, you know? That one's unstoppable. Yeah, and I saw that they're going to have a spinoff of that. Uh, They're going to take a character and make it a whole new show. Do you know, have you heard what character they're doing that with? I mean, it better be the two at the bar. Uh, what's their names? Uh, Norm and Cliff? Yes. Uh, it's not Norm and Cliff. You got a mailman. Perfect comedy show. <laughs> Everything about the mailman is comedy. Uh, no. And it's not even uh, that, that doctor, that Fraser Crane. It's not him either. Oh, I mean, that guy's a boring yeah. hack, so we don't care about him. They're doing a spinoff on, uh, uh, I don't even know what her name is, <laughs> uh, Rhea, <laughs> the, the, the girl, uh, Rhea Perlman. What's her, what's her character's name? Uh, uh, I don't even know. I don't know but who you're talking about. It's, uh, her husband, uh, it's going to be called the Tortellis. He's the guy who's like, uh, doesn't he like, isn't he the mascot for the Bruins or whatever? And he got ran over by the Zamboni. Did you ever see that episode? An Italian restaurant or something? <laughs> I mean, it would be funny if a show about a bar spun off into a, a show about <laughs> an Italian restaurant. I mean, you piqued my interest when it sounded like it was an Italian restaurant. Oh, her name was Carla. Yeah, yeah, Carla Tortelli. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, I don't know if she, I mean she's going to leave or it's just about her husband. But uh, yeah, it's a... Nice little spinoff, kind of like uh, Maud came off of uh, All in the Family, right? Is that a almost having created a universe of cheer shows? And uh, it's only going to start with the Tortellis. Well, I hope Norm and Cliff get theirs because I would love to see a mailman. And uh, what does does Cliff do? Norm's the mailman, right? No, Cliff's the mailman. Cliff Clavin. <laughs> of course, I had to mess those two up. <laughs> yeah, you had a fifty-fifty shot. You've <laughs> <laughs> and I. Got the wrong one. You're a couple uh, of skis deep, so it's okay. You're, you're hey, it's a hap- uh, happening. I hear that's what they call this, right? Uh, that's a, you can call it that if you want. <laughs> At least it's early on a Sunday, you know. Yeah, it's uh, early on a Sunday. Uh, it's probably oh, the, the sun is uh, the sun is kind of getting to you. You know what I mean? That's uh, a little sun poisoning. Yeah, I didn't put any uh, sunblock on. We need to go to the uh, local Rite Aid and get you some some uh, coverage. I don't believe I don't believe a Rite Aid exists right now. That's got to because it doesn't exist now. It's got to exist back then. <laughs> uh, what, what what's the uh, local um, uh, store then? Uh, 
Arbor Drugs. Oh, <laughs> I so forgot about know. Arbor Drugs. That's a good one. Uh, uh, there, <laughs> there's a Perry Drugs in my neighborhood. Okay. Uh, Ready? It sounds fancy. I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's new and you know high tech. Uh, it's right next to the Great Scott by me. I got a Great <laughs> Scott and a Farmer Jack. So I it depends on what kind of mood I'm in, but I. I like the Great Scott because when you go and they scan your your groceries, the little machine says one eighty nine, two seventy five. It it reads how much each thing is as I ring it up. It gives me anxiety that I'm spending too much money. <laughs> well, it's because you're a cheap fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never change now or in the future. Before I throw away my uh, my Meltzer uh, rag here, that sounds like a burger. <laughs> Speaking of burgers, maybe you should uh, heat up the hibachi there. Cook me a nice cheeseburger. Get the coals nice and and hot here. Uh, I see here, this is kind of entertaining, I found. When you're subscribed to the newsletter, you can trade tapes. So there's someone out there who writes in and says, like, I'm a fan of Florida wrestling. Like, I'm looking for tapes from Japan. And then you kind of, like, pen pal with someone and you can send each other tapes. Uh, okay. I've done this with a couple people, and like I know Steve, our buddy Steve does it with his weird wrestling. But uh, there's one in here from uh, last week's Observer, and let's see here. Uh, let's see what this guy's name is. Doesn't say his name, but it says uh, we began exchanging letters and wrestling tapes through the Observer last October. Our friendship grew into a very special relationship. Uh, Debbie, who is the other person, not him, moved from New York to relocate to Rancho Cucamonga, California. They oh, have since a fun place. We have since gotten married and are extremely happy. We owe it all to the love of wrestling and to our enjoyment of this newsletter. Whoa. I know. Anyone who has the September issues of the newsletter, please let us know. We want to have a copy of the issue in which we met. We are also interested in buying and trading wrestling tapes. <laughs> well, you got to sneak that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. He's like, who cares about if you got some FMW? By I the way, to, I yeah, need some Florida wrestling tapes. <laughs> I need to see Kevin Sullivan down in Florida with that weird devil gimmick. <laughs> oh, he's got an Alice Cooper vibe going down there. He kind of does. He's got the, the oh, eye makeup and the, you know. Wow, two people got married through this newsletter. Yeah. yeah. They live in Rancho well, Cucamonga. Could you imagine? Do they have any kids? I hope they don't have. They have two twins. They will. Two twins. They'll take. They'll take over the world. <laughs> well, they're not wow. twins. I mean, they may be a couple years apart, but who knows? I mean, they grew up. They grew up to, to be the opposite of Can-Am Connection and actually be good. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why do you hate the Can-Am Connection? I mean, look at these guys. Who are they? Do you even know who's in I'm the Can-Am Connection? For, I'm here for beefcake and Valentine. Answer the question. Who's in the Can-Am connection? Oh, uh... Rick Martell <laughs> and a, uh... Uh... Alan Trammell, right? <laughs> Alan Tr- No, you're thinking... You're mixing up Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker as being the oh, best one-two combination in Detroit. No. Uh... Tom... Zelik? Zelik? Something like that. Uh, it's uh, Tom Zank. And, uh, Zank. And Tom Zank. Can Am is in Canadian and American. Oh, that's what it's for. Yeah. Did you learn something today, legitimately? That was like uh, Can 
I saw. I, I had no idea what that meant. It was very bizarre to me. Those guys still are terrible. <laughs> Come on now, that's <laughs> unnecessary. Oh man! I, I'm just, I guess I'm just upset that Bob Orton and uh, Roddy are not together anymore. So yeah, that's I, disappointing. I, I don't know about this Morocco guy being his new partner. <laughs> Maybe now that uh, Orton's arm is healed, he feels like he can go out on his own. I can't believe it healed. It's been hurting for like two years. <laughs> Finally heals, and then him and Piper are no longer together. What the hell? It's just not fair. Not fair to Orton. Not fair to Orton. <laughs> not fair to Piper. I don't. I guess I don't know who's who's on the short end of the stick on this deal. <sighs> That's a good question. We'll have to uh, have to think about that over some some bratwurst that you got cooking over there. Now this milkshake's running through me. I think I got to uh, make a little trip ski to the. Uh, Bathroom, and uh, I may have to make yeah, another phone you call. Might, uh, you you, you might have to do a number, a number two of the milkshake. So <laughs> no, enjoy I mean, that over there. I don't hundred thousand people using those four outhouses. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can handle that. I'll I'll wait until we get inside because we definitely have <laughs> tickets, so we're gonna get inside and you know get in a little yeah. early, get the toilet before they before people get a little uh, tipsy and start peeing all over it. <laughs> Be like opening day at Tiger Stadium. Oh man, I tell you what, just be a silver dome for a Lions game. I remember two years ago, the '84 uh, Thanksgiving game. Green Bay comes down, you know, Lions are up. Green Bay comes down. Randy White throws a touchdown. A little, I, I see a few Green Bay fans say, "A little too late, buddy." Boom, cold cocky. I fell three rows down. We got a full-on brawl. Are you telling me? That there is a fight at a Lions game at the Silverdome? Hey, I didn't start it. I just made a joke, you know, because uh, Lions were up. They scored a touchdown. They still lost the game by three points. And he, like, oh, a little too late, buddy. Boom. Got me. Got me good. Three rows. Three rows down on the in the end zone. <laughs> uh, I've never seen a fight at the Silverdome, so I don't I don't believe that. I mean, it wasn't not, a fight. I got my ass knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It wasn't a fight as much as uh, just a one-two. <laughs> that's that's why I hate the Packers. <laughs> Packers aren't going to do anything anytime soon. They had their time in the in the '60s. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're that's not, a dead franchise. Yeah, they're dead and buried. All right, I I gotta go. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and I'm gonna make another. Uh, you know. Eh, maybe make a phone call. Maybe I'll just walk around and see what's going on. And uh, see if you run into anybody. I guess I'll do the same. I'll, t- I'll do a left lap here. Yeah, well, we'll split up. Uh, you know, we'll let the the coals. Uh, what do you call it? The, get a little hotter. The, the, the embers burn, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get back to this. We're we got plenty of time. It's all good. Terry, what's going on? This is Peter. Peter, what's up, bud? What's going on here? I've got my hands full out here, bud, juggling alligators. What's up? I'm calling you from the parking lot of the Silverdome. Uh, we've been here all morning. I know it's still oh, early. You're on, a pay phone? you're on a pay phone right now? Yeah, I, I scrounged up 25 cents, you know, and uh, gave you a quick call just to see. I, it's still early, but I want to make sure you're you know, coming down. Are we going to meet up before... You know, the big matches. What's your plan for today? 
Well, sure, bud. You know we're going to be down here. I'm just hanging out with Big Lou right here, bud. He just showed up, and he's revving himself up. You see Andre down there at all? You guys Uh, scouting for me? We've been looking. We've seen some wrestlers. We saw Actually, we saw Ricky Steamboat walking in with his wife. Looking very dapper, but... Um, I'm talking about the big boy. Have you seen the boss? <sighs> Not yet. I haven't seen Andre. And I know your boy Lou is trying to size up these guys, but... I, I know you call him Big Lou, but he's he's not that big. He's going to get a... He's Peter, gonna... <laughs> listen to me right now, bud. As your uncle. As your damn dad's best friend out here. You ever talk about Lou's size like that again, I'm going to treat you like a man. I'm going to fight you straight up, squared up, bud. Do not talk about Big Big Lou, but I'm telling you right now, this man blocks out the sun. That's how big he is. Kids think he's a cloud. He's standing in the sky. We don't know what to do. And I'm telling you right now, he's on his 70th beer right now he's drinking himself into a rage out here Peter. who's who's gonna drive uh, are you capable of driving if he's uh oh, i'm gonna drive us down there i got right. a cooler full of these beers and i'm gonna make you drink them and i don't care how old you are bud it's 1987 what the hell do i care if a man wants to give a kid a beer yeah I'm, I'm not a kid anymore terry and you're all kids to me <laughs> Every I, single I understand. one of you little assholes out hey, here. Hey, hey, come on now. Well, Excuse me? I'll, I'll, I'm standing in my kitchen on a landline. I'll say whatever the hell I want. Your quarter's almost up, bud. Yeah, that is I'm true. I'm you right now, you better tell me that I've got good tickets here. Hold on, let me see these. Uh-oh, Peter, I'm sitting front row here. Front guy. row? What? How many tickets you got? You got some for us, right? I mean, We've got two. Two? You pick your own out. It's not up to me, Peter. You want to be a grown man? Get yourself a job and sit front row. You, I'm going to be there, this? but I'm going to see it up close and personal tonight. Well, I'm going to see the satin, the glimmer and glance of damn macho man's robe flowing in front of me tonight. I don't want to see you, um, you know, trying to make googly eyes at Elizabeth like you did down at Kobo a couple months ago. You catch macho man's eye wrong, he may pluck your eye out. I'm not saying that I will, you know, I won't be looking at Elizabeth, Peter, but between me and you, how can I know she ain't going to be looking at me, bud? No, can't, can't, can't stop you with that one. So uh, Absolutely not. Hey, Peter, bud, no matter what happens tonight, I want you to know I'm going to buy you a foam finger. I know you Ooh. love these damn merchandise tables out here, and you know, I'll try and pay one of these wrestlers to put you in a damn chokehold. We'll get a picture of it for you. Yeah, Chris was just making fun of me for collecting the wrestling, the rubber figures, but I, I appreciate that you you know support well, me in my collection of foam fingers and 8 by 10s and. God bless your buddy Chris, but he's a damn ditch stick for all I care. Yeah, he's I, a card-carrying Republican, and I don't see it changing ever. Yeah, he no keeps matter talking. How old we all get, Peter? That kid's gonna stay nuts. He was trying to defend his boy Reagan and the whole Iran Contra affair, and I just I I had to walk away. I said I gotta oh, call my uncle Terry. He's a damn, you know, his damn brain don't work out here. When you guys were kids, I'd run out back. He's throwing himself off the damn roof into a table that's on fire, Peter. 
talking yeah. about get your camcorder. I'm like, camcorders are damn four thousand dollars, bud. Yeah. I'm not gonna film you doing that dumb stuff. Yeah, uh, you have that bum shoulder with that giant camcorder. You don't want to, you know, hold it up there. Well, that's from fighting a couple of guys in Bob Seger's band. I understand. You know, he's hot to trot right now, number one on the charts, old Bob. And so when he comes back home, these big shots will come in here. I play guitar for Bob Seeger, yeah? Try and take this punch. <laughs> right in the chin, bud. Is that a... I don't- is that the fight that you got in why your uh, pinky finger doesn't work? I've noticed you that's, always point at me with three fingers. So I, That's the one, bud. Uh, that's the one. I don't want to bring up bad I memories. I just... fighting damn Alto Reed. That one fights like a damn mutt. Yeah. I, my neighbor's dog's out here screaming at me. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, uh, I don't mean to you know, bother you, but uh, you know, just wanted to check in with us. And, uh, oh, yeah. my God, Pete. Oh. I'm telling oh. you right now, Big Lou's tipping over my damn car. Hey, Lou, don't tip the car over. You save that for Andre's body, bud. Yeah, Peter's on the phone. Peter, you're going to fight. I want you to fight Heenan what? when you see him. Just grab him, Peter. Grab him. Go, hey, you come with me, Heenan. And just hang on there with him, and he'll lead us to Andre when we get there. We'll make it happen. Well, you, if, if, if you and Chris don't want to help me fight the wrestlers tonight, then what the hell do you buy a ticket for, Peter? Well, technically, I don't have a ticket. That's what I was asking you for, but that's but you're not listening to me, so that's beside you the point. You come down here. I'll give you 400 bucks. You go and Ooh. find a ticket, bud. Hey, speaking of tickets, uh, not this coming Friday, but next Friday is opening day. White Talks are coming in against your boys. Uh, you, we're going to that? I mean, I'm sure we're meeting downtown, right? You got a ticket to opening day for your old Uncle Terry? Is that what you're saying? I, I, I may have gotten a four-pack from work. You know, the boss kind of flaunts them, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take four. So, I don't know, Big Lou may take up uh, two seats out there in the bleachers. So, me, yeah, me you, and Big Lou? He just clears them out, but I'll tell you, we'll have shade all day if we bring Big Lou down there. I'll sneak in the beers. I know every damn person down there. I'll meet you on the corner of Michigan and Trumbull. You know the spot, bud. I do. I also uh, started looking at the schedule, and it's like the fourth game of the year because they start on the road. You know who I think is starting? Your boy, Doyle Alexander, I think, is starting on that game. (laughs) Well, I don't know, Peter. Maybe your Uncle Terry's starting the game if I feel hot to trot. I've never seen you two in the same spot at the same time. No, and you never will, you nuts. Hell, oh, damn it. Lou's drinking out of a damn liquor jug out here. Hey, oh get the God. hell off it. Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter, are yeah. you there? I'm, I'm listening, Terry. Are Jesus. you running out of quarters? Put another quarter in. <laughs> I'll put in another quarter. If that's what it takes to, to keep hearing your, your stories, I will Listen find another quarter. Listen to me right now. I'm listening. You start scouting with Chris. I don't care how drunk Chris is there. He's real You start drunk. grabbing anyone who looks like Bobby Heenan or a wrestler. Tell him Big Lou's coming. Tell Andre. I want you two belligerent out here in that parking lot. We'll be there in... Well, it's going to be about 25 minutes. Yeah, the, the parking lot's packed. I know it's early, but there's a sea of people here like I've never we'll seen park, before. We'll just park by a tree and walk. It's no problem. We'll be there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be waiting for you. And, uh, yeah, just come on by, and we'll, we'll have the hibachi. We'll, we'll have some burgers ready for you. And just follow the, the tunes. I think we got the Alice Cooper tape playing. So I, I know you love Coop. You're getting 
nuts out here, aren't you? But <laughs> I know Coop is a little, little too spooky for you. You're more into well, the, the seagull. I've never been one for face paint. You know, I know you damn kids are running around here with all these guys with their face paints, and I'm <laughs> done with that. Just yeah. play your music, no yeah. problem, bud. Too much makeup, too much big hair. You just like the uh, the rock and roll, not the not the glam. Guitar. Just give me a guitar and some nice lyrics about a woman's hair. That's I, all I ever needed. I and that's all you'll ever need, bud. All right. Well, my my, my quarter's running out. I got to go, Terry. Come on. Start just, fighting them down there. We'll be down there 25 minutes and pay Peter. All right. No matter what, bud. Yes. Uncle Terry loves you. I love you too, Terry. All right. Let's go. I am back. And I'm waiting for... Oh, there he is. Come on, Chris. Okay. Hurry up over here. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. <laughs> it's like we haven't seen each other in forever. It was just, I went to the bathroom. Man. Jesus. Good lot. There's a lot of people around here. I, look, I found the, found the tempo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nice bright red, so it's kind of hard to miss out here. Unless. Sticks out, yeah. But, uh, it's, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of folks out here. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of characters. There's, yeah, it's you know what? I was, uh, while I was wandering around, I was, kind of you know scoping out the entrance trying to see if i could see uh andre or someone hanging outside and as i'm there i seen ricky the dragon and his uh, <laughs> wife or something walking in he's looking dapper like he's out of uh i don't know i just look some uh, mob movie or something the way he was dressed <laughs> i know that you're a, a fan of this but we haven't seen it in a long time because it hasn't been on tv do you, do you remember when he was on do you remember Tuesday Night Titans? We used to watch that, right? With, oh, uh, yeah, that was a good show. <laughs> you remember when he was on there, and he was, like, I think he was in GQ Magazine, or he was in something, and he talked about how he loves the big, tall, athletic, blonde women. Is, is that what he was with? Was he with a big, tall, blonde, athletic woman? It was hard to see from my vantage point. I was over on the, it was, it was almost like it was the JFK. I was over on the, the hill over there. <laughs> Looking down, it was kind of hard to tell. <laughs> Too soon for JFK jokes. It's <laughs> true. It was only 20, 20 years ago. ago. I, I found, I was remembered, I found it strange that uh, Ricky Steamboat went, uh, you know, talking about what kind of women he fancied. I just thought it was... I mean, you look the way he's dressed, he can pull any woman he wants. All right, he, he does have some rugged good looks. and He's got a, got a big match tonight. He's not going to be phased Ooh, maybe by... He'll, maybe he'll steal that... Uh, Stone Cold Fox Elizabeth tonight. Uh, I think he's a good guy, and he'll let George Animal steal, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> he'll let George Steele steal her? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. I, I was distracted by thinking about true. George Steele. I don't think he would uh, I don't think he would crush George Steele's hopes and dreams. Yeah, you yeah. see how fragile he is ever since that no-good Dr. Ziff scrambled his brains. Yeah, he tried fixing them, but, man, I think he's a little worse for wear now. Yeah, that... Calcium deposit in the medulla oblongata has definitely <laughs> grown back. Where's Captain Lou? <laughs> I know it's asked before, but how did he go from being such a uh, huge part of the WWF to not even being here? Maybe, yeah, maybe he, uh, I don't know, he was hanging out with Ozzy last year, so who knows where those two wound up. Yeah. You think maybe uh, he's in like the AWA up there? You know that stuff on ESPN? Four o'clock with uh, Nick Bockwinkle and the Midnight Rockers. Is he there? I don't, know. I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't think he hangs out with those. Those guys don't really seem the Captain Lou type. They don't. They seem very serious and yeah, not as fun loving. Ganya guy seems very uh, 
Like you don't mess around? No. <laughs> it seems like he does not like the entertainment of sports entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be bringing a Captain Lou on to carve pumpkins and uh, <laughs> milk virgin goats anytime soon. Unborn virgin goats. Oh, man. TNT. What up? <laughs> you, know, you know what I saw in the tape store the other day? We were talking about tapes. You ever wander into the uh, wrestling section? There's a wrestling tape of the best of Tuesday Night Titans. Oh, a compilation of it. Yeah, it's. I rented it, you know, once or twice, and it's got all the classics. It's got, you know, Hogan and uh, Mean Gene training, and it's got a uh, the Heart Foundation when they were uh, what do you call it on the. The lovers, uh, the love connection, oh, or yes. the dating game, match game, whatever they were doing. Did they have the old uh, the, the Terry, that Terry Funk guy we were talking about? Did they have his uh, bar he was hanging out at on there? Yeah, uh, I, I think they did, where he beat up that old man, uh, Tony Gurria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old Tony Gurria. Oh, that guy has been. He didn't know what he was in for that night. <laughs> That's why you don't talk about their family. <laughs> Why isn't Terry Funk on WrestleMania? Oh, he's in Japan, right? He's a trendsetter. Oh. He's all over the world. He can't be tied down to uh, wrestling. I think I think old JYD ran him off like he's about to run off Harley Race's old ass. <sighs> it's very disappointing. Why is JYD just targeting all the old NWA champions? <laughs> he's the he's the guard dog. Don't guard dog. He's guarding the territory. <laughs> well, that's sp- speaking of dogs guarding the territory there's a black lab running around here it's crazy <laughs> oh good boy he's just gonna sit next to us at the, at the tailgate better watch out you know he's got rabies oh he looks like a good puppy oh good boy all right he's he's good and we got a little buddy here to hang out with us uh, during our tailgate all right it's getting to be about that time uh you know uh, I, I people are starting to pour in i see uh I don't know if the doors are open yet, but people are making their way over there, so uh, we should probably, you know, start tying this up a little bit. Yeah, we, we don't want to miss the Can-Am connection. <laughs> That's true. I, I do like those guys. I like that Can-Am. Uh, <laughs> I do have to tell you something, though, that we're, I'm having a little problem with. Uh, it's good news and bad news. Um, Got it. The good news is that uh, my buddy Aaron... Uh, has tickets, but the bad news is I don't know if he has tickets for us. So, but that's no, there's, there's no good news at all. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, but no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, there was good news. I must have missed that. The, the good news not for us, yeah, yeah. for uh, whoever the Zaren fellow is that you know. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's a tape trader, and he uh, he may have tickets, but um, he's coming from out hey, of town. And what are we gonna do out here? So, on for the giant. So when I, I was walking around, this is the good news. When I was walking around, you better be good because I'm getting a little nervous now. <laughs> I uh, I ran into a kid. Hey, kid, he's probably yeah. a little younger than us. He's not like you know, kid, okay. kid. Uh, this doesn't sound like it's going in the good direction. No, no. His name is Joe Bruce. I remember okay. that because he's got two first names, and you can't trust anyone with two first names. So that's a uh, strange. Yeah. So <laughs> it was strange that I would say that, or strange that his name is Joseph Bruce. Yeah, two first names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was saying that he also doesn't have a ticket, but he's an expert at sneaking in to different uh, venues, and that he scoped out a spot and. Uh, where we can cut 
the the fence of the Silver Dome, and we can sneak in, and then we can sit oh wherever we want. So, I, I, wherever I, we want, there's a hundred thousand people out here. Where are we gonna sit? I, I trust that this guy Joe is, is gonna get us in. He he said he's done it a million times. He's done it at Joe Lewis. He's done it at Kobo. He's gonna get us I mean, in. So gotten knocked out once at the at the Silverdome here, so I guess if we get, have to get in a fight, if we have to get violent, <laughs> I'll get with the Joe here and we'll figure it it's out. Not, it's going to be fine. I also have an ungood authority, a guy that I work with. He has really good tickets, but I don't think he's going to be here. I think he's sick today. So uh, he didn't show up to work on Friday, no. so he's he's a little under the weather, and I, I don't think he's going to make it. So... So I we have to rely on this no. random-ass kid you met. And I think we're going to find the seats that this guy has, and he won't be there. So we'll okay. get to find those seats and pretend they're ours. So it's all Do you know the section, though? Uh, yeah, how, it's, it's the floor. We're going to figure it out. How many? It's the floor. <laughs> how many seats? Yeah, he's got floor seats, is what I'm saying. They're really good. So we're going to get down there, and it's going to be fine. So... It's all good. So we just have to follow this kid through the fence and sneak, sneak in the back door. There's no one going to be there where he says we're not going to have to get in a fight like a... No. no. I said I don't want to get beat up again like I did at the uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> game in 84. No, we're going to be totally good. So it's... Don't you worry. I got this under control. Have I ever led us astray? That's true. You're... You're the one steering the ship here tonight, so I guess I'll trust your judgment. I mean, remember that time we went to see Van Halen, and we didn't have floor tickets, but we we snuck down there, and we it was the best night of my life. Oh, the old uh, switcheroo. You got one floor <laughs> ticket, and you bring two back with some random person. Stick them down. That's a trick that never goes out of style. <laughs> Works very well at the old uh, state theater. <laughs> it does. Oh, and it's gonna work here. So you just you trust me and you trust Joe Bruce. Put your trust in Joe Bruce. Well, if anyone sounds trustworthy, a name like Joe Bruce sounds trustworthy to me. Anyways, so uh, we're, we're gonna wrap this up soon because uh, you know we gotta get inside and uh, gotta beat the crowd. So hopefully, will. see Alice Cooper play a little set ski. Maybe he'll play before the show. Yeah, we, That'd be nice. we may have to get in there and check that out. Uh, we, I doubt Alice Cooper would want to warm up the show. Why didn't they have Alice Cooper singing the national anthem? They had Aretha Franklin. Uh, tough she trail. Is, a, she is a, a local legend, man. She's the queen of soul. So That's true. we got to get in there and see that at least. So, well, uh, Yeah, I wonder if Jack, Jack Tony will probably come out there and try to take credit for it. <laughs> As he should. He runs the joint. All right. He does run the joint, but, you know, he's always got to put his face in the spotlight, meddle around where he doesn't belong. I trust Jesse Ventura to get to the bottom of this tonight. <laughs> Anyways, let's, uh, <laughs> let me see. Let me uh, grab a program here and let's, uh, let's go over the matches real quick just so that we know what we're getting into. Yeah, some of these guys I don't even know. I said the Canyon connection a little, fo- little foggy. I knew that Rick Martell guy, the Tom Zanke. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me grab my program. Let's uh, let's check this out. All right, let's see. We got. Uh, I don't know if this is in the right order or not, but we're just gonna uh, we're just going by the program. Oh, sweet program. We got. Uh, look how big Andre is next to Hogan. This is big oof. man. Yeah, he's. I don't know how how is Hogan gonna beat that guy? You know. He's not. Uh, let's just. 
Yeah, let's just start from there. Hogan and Andre, main event. We've been talking about it all afternoon. We're going to talk about it till this tape runs out. We're probably going to be talking about it in 30 years when our grandkids are listening to this tape. Hulk Hogan is a... Uh he had his run. He had his time in the sun, but the big giant stepping back in his uh, his old, you know, a little further from Kobo. But I'm feeling it tonight. I'm feeling Andre winning the title. Hopefully, the Sheik is the one who tries to take him on in WrestleMania Four. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I don't know. You're, I think you're right. Hogan had a good run. He's been champion for three years. Probably time for Andre to uh, take it from him. Uh, I, I've never seen Andre lose. So. I can't imagine it's going to happen again. Again, happen tonight. I agree. Uh, let's see another title match. We have uh, Randy Savage. We kind of alluded to this before. Uh, Intercontinental Champion taking on Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, I like I like that Macho Man. He's he's entertaining, good wrestler. Ricky Steamboat. I like that Miss Elizabeth. Uh, Miss Elizabeth is a good manager. He kind of treats her poorly, but I'm sure. Yeah, that's why I'm. What I hope is. Uh, you know, Steamboat somehow gets knocked out. I know he, you know, he kind of got injured already, so maybe he can't perform. George Steele sneaks in, wins the title, and takes the girl. That's what I'd hope to happen. George Steele, another guy who you've seen wrestle down at Kobo many a oh yeah many a night before Sigmund Ziff fried his brain. <laughs> he wasn't that crazy back then. The calcium deposit wasn't as big. <laughs> Uh, let's see who else is on this card. Uh, tag team champions not defending their titles, but you have the Hart Foundation with that crooked ref Danny Davis taking on uh, the British Bulldogs and Tito Santana. It's that interesting. I mean, you got to go with the Bulldogs, right? They they don't have. Uh, we were talking about Captain Lou. They don't have that anymore, but they, they stopped the Bulldogs. Tito Santana seems like a hot, hot young man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three uh, three guys who got their titles stolen from them from Dan- by Danny Davis. So they, they have a vendetta. Oh, that's them. how that's what that's how this started. <laughs> it actually is. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good story. <laughs> who would have thought? Long <laughs> long term storytelling at WWF. That's quite amazing. Uh, I was confused by a referee who was wrestling. Yeah, that never happens. But uh, he's. I don't know. I think he can do it. He could be a valuable member of the Hart Foundation. Oh, we talked about a Roddy Piper and his retirement match versus adorable Adrian Adonis. And did that's I, a big one. That's probably the, the dual main event, right? It's got to be. Uh, did, did I see on primetime this week that this is now a, uh, a hair match? That not only oh. is it Piper's retirement match, but the loser gets his hair cut. Oh, that's a tough one then. I mean... Is Piper going to go? Piper, to, if Piper is going to make movies, I mean, maybe he wants to shave his head for movies. I don't know. That's that could go either way, you know. If he needs his hair for the role, or if he needs to shave for a role, that's how you could get rid of it. I don't know. Well, get rid of it? You mean he's going to lose purposely? Maybe. Maybe he <laughs> bet money on it. And he threw the match. <laughs> I, that's I never trust Roddy Piper. I that, don't care if he's a good guy nowadays. That's true. I I can't argue with that. Well, let's see I'm still was. waiting for I'm still waiting for Bob Orton to show back up, but uh, you know him and him and Morocco teamed up with the Donnas and beat him beat him up. I didn't didn't see that coming. I thought Orton maybe still would show up and help Piper, but I don't know now. Yeah, speaking of, you got a uh, Bob Orton and uh, Magnificent Morocco with Mister Fuji, by the way, still uh, against the devious one. <laughs> your boy is the Can Am Connection. 
That'll be a oh, you know who I'm going with barn burner. I'm sure that'll go long. <laughs> Speaking of going long, the match that I said earlier, I think, is going to steal the show. Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules in uh, a battle of the masters of the full Nelson. Two powerhouses. I don't Do you have to win the match of the full Nelson? Is that how this goes? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just a battle of the two people who have the same uh, finishing maneuver. Okay. I like that Hercules. Yeah, there's nothing wrong he with said that. He won that battle royal. He's a big dude. Yeah, but Billy Jack's got that uh, farm boy strength. <clears throat> yeah, but he's not a Greek god. That's true. He wouldn't go crazy and have any <laughs> wacko interviews in the future. Um, <laughs> let's see, who else do we have? Uh, you alluded to this match before. Uh, the King, Harley Race versus the Junkyard Dog. Yeah, this is my pick for the uh, match of the night. And the, match of the night. The loser has to bow to the winner. I uh, can't see either Ooh, one man, of them that's... bowing to the to the other. No, that's a uh, that's a slap in the face for either man. I agree. Let's see what else have we got I'm here. Go, I'm going with the JYD. Like I said, he's the uh, he's the guard dog of the uh, WBF. He's taking on all these all these job jobbers. <laughs> what did you call them? Job jabrones. All these guys from out of town. God, we ran Terry Funk out of town. We're about to run Harley Race out of town. <laughs> Junkyard dog. Who's we? <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. All right. I like that. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> you, should, you know who, what never happened. Why didn't Queen ever play Another Whoa. One Bites the Dust? Like, this would be perfect. And we saw Queen here in like 78. They could yeah. come out right now. Well, I don't know. Freddie Mercury, I don't, he's not doing that well nowadays, but. Yeah, he's sick, I think. But, uh. I don't know. I, I heard there's some that kind would be of something. some See announcement. Him bring him, uh, yeah, they're gonna have some kind of announcement soon. I read in the paper and Rolling Stone that uh, maybe there's like a new tour, a new CD or something. Yeah, it's coming out soon, mm-hmm. so maybe a WrestleMania. Well, maybe four. Uh, maybe we get uh, Alice Cooper do a remix of Stump. <laughs> a a remix? What's a remix? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, next. Stro's talking. <laughs> next up. Uh, we got the. Ooh, we haven't talked about this match at all. That's like the only match we haven't talked about is uh, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, two uh, you know, former tag team champions, versus the Killer Bees. Oh yeah, I got to go with uh, Volkov and Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik's former world champion as well. That's true. Double. Cha- how many times you got a double champion? Not not very often. So he's one of. He the just best. needs the uh, what's that that belt that. Uh, Intercontinental. That Randy Savage has the uh, the Intercontinental. He needs to get that one. Get all three. Maybe he'll wrestle Randy Savage later at uh, WrestleMania next. Uh, WrestleMania also? next. <laughs> if you're gonna keep having WrestleManias, you got a number them. You can't just call them something random. WrestleMania. You can't next. just put a star or a pirate ship after it. That'd that's, be weird. Yeah, that's not the case uh jake the snake roberts with your boy alice cooper versus the honky tonk man i don't know okay so this is alice cooper saying that makes sense they both like their reptiles that's true so that 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 all ties together uh butch reed butch reed's a good one versus a coco beware Got two guys here yeah they're they're both from that uh mid-south territory down there in uh uh, where is the Mid-South? Memphis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> where is the Mid-South? I don't know. I can never... Under- 
something. Never figure it out. It sounds like a something. region that Michigan's going to lose in in the, the Elite Eight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Butch Reed and Coco Beware. That could be a good one. Um, ooh, your boys, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake versus the oh, Ru- yeah. Rougeau brothers. You know what? I want to go with my boys, but the way I seen Beefcake partying last night, I think the Rougeaus are probably going to win this one. <laughs> you think Beefcake's going to blow it for him? He might be feeling a little rough. Oh. Uh, Valentine, he's a he's an athlete, though, so maybe he'll carry the load, but I don't know. Yeah, the longer it goes, the better Greg Valentine is. And then uh, last match we have, I can't believe, God, there's a lot of matches on here. We got the uh, special six-man match, Hillbilly Jim, the Haiti Kid, and Little Beaver taking on King Kong Bundy, Little Tokyo, and Lord Littlebrook. I guess what they call Boy Kelly is Little Tokyo. You there? Is that, is that why you said you were going to pop me with? <laughs> no, that just came, came to me right now. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, that'll be... Uh, King Kong Bundy is threatening to squash one of the um, little wrestlers. So, uh, Hillbilly Jim better do his best to uh, protect his little friends. I mean... Uh- this is a no contest. King Kong Bundy was fighting for the championship last year. What does Hillbilly Jim do? Uh, just I remember him from TNT, the having hoedowns. And, uh, yeah, his uncle was getting married all the time. That's uh, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <sighs> Man, this is going to be quite the yep. quite the card. We're we're looking back, uh, talking about Jake the Snake, Honky Tonk Man. Jimmy Hart kind of sings, doesn't he? Maybe you get Jimmy Hart and Alice Cooper a little uh, singing contest Ooh. at the end of this night. That's true. We got a, uh, we didn't really mention, but almost every match here has got a good manager. Lots of, uh, lots of slick. Lots of um, Bobby Heenan is all over. Where? Uh, well, Bobby uh, Heenan. I know one thing for sure. Bobby Heenan's leaving with the championship tonight. That I can agree with. I think we can all agree that Andre is. Winning the title, so the Polish giant. <laughs> All right, so uh, it looks like uh, I'm looking in my tape recorder here, and it looks like there's a little bit left. So we should probably uh, tie this up, start getting inside. Maybe we'll have enough to, uh, you know, record a little bit afterwards. But we well, uh, if we need to, we'll tape over that shitty Bon Jovi tape. You what? Sonoko. <laughs> nothing shitty about Bon Jovi. I'm <laughs> All right, so we're cutting this off. We're going to go in. We're going to see this fantastic event. and uh, Let's see. If we're Let's see if Uncle Terry's around here. <laughs> if we're lucky, we'll, uh, we'll be back afterwards to recap such a... Yeah, hopefully we make it in. I don't trust this Joe kid that you found, but, you know, we'll see what we can do. I, I have total faith in him. So we're... I see him over there. He's, he's waving us over. We're going to go. Waving. That's the guy? Oh, that... Jesus, look at this guy. <laughs> Okay, whatever you say, I'm going to follow your lead. Yeah, we got this. Uh, We'll be back. All right, we got a little bit of juice left in this thing. This is post-WrestleMania. I am at the car. Uh, I haven't seen Chris in hours. We got got real good seats in the front during uh, Macho Man. We, We saw Macho Man and Ricky Steamboat in quite the match. Uh, we were on the aisle way when Roddy Piper came down and Chris threw his beer at him and uh, you could see it. It's all over. 
and then we got kicked out of our seats. Oh, oh man. Chris, is that you? <laughs> I told you, dude. Hey. Hey, I told you. Man, we got, we got split up. I haven't seen yeah. you since... Uh, since Duggan came out in that that tag match, and then you know that brawl broke out in the crowd, and I I haven't seen you since. Many since I've I've been out here partying, and all of a sudden I'm seeing all these people show up now, and like uh, they're all like Hulk Hogan people, like partying. Yeah, what what weird? What happened? Where did you did you not notice? Like, have you been out here this whole time? It just yeah, ended. Just, like, so I was like, why is everyone's uh, did Alice Cooper play? <laughs> Alice Cooper must have played, right? Uh, the show I just ended. The show just ended like two minutes ago. Where where have you been? What they do? They had like a s- special match or something after. Uh, like you said, they kind of put the main event in the middle or something. I don't have uh, Andre one quick like like a snap of a finger. I run out here. I'm part. Of, there's just me and like uh, that Roddy guy because they kicked him out. He was doing something weird. I don't know what he's up to. So it's just me and him out here. Partying for Andre's victory, and um, are you bizarre? Are you telling me that when Hogan went to body slam Andre and he fell on him, and the ref counted two, three, uh, you left after that? We can't. I I want to hit the streets. We're gonna party like it was uh, 1985. You know, we're. I was. I I didn't have enough strength to flip a car myself and set it on fire. Roddy Hogan definitely doesn't have strength to do it either. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that guy was having no part of it, and he was—he didn't even care that Andre won, which was weird to me. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't I, know. I, hey, we got a new champion though. Did the, the they bring the new belt out? Maybe is that what it was? Was there a ceremony for the belts? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was the only one out here for 20, 30 minutes. I don't know how to break this to you, but uh, that wasn't a three count when he fell on Hogan. That that was only a two count. Well, our seats were were close enough. You've seen the three fingers up in the air. Uh, yeah, but I, the bell I don't think officially rang, and, and I saw Bobby, well, Bobby Heenan was so, fighting for it, like he he thought it was, and maybe you just m- m- blurred vision there a little bit from one too many uh, strows. But that no, that didn't happen. The, I mean, the sound at the. Silverdome kind of bounces, so it takes a while for that bell to I mean, ring. That is you know, true, kind of but uh, bounces off the ceiling. No, they uh, they continued the match. It went on for I think another 10, 12 minutes, and uh, I mean it went to the floor, and uh, Hogan tried it went to, to the floor. Hogan tried to pile drive Andre in what could be the dumbest <laughs> fucking move ever, and uh, that, that didn't work. And then they got back in the ring and. I mean, there was like a, a bear hug for like eight of the 12 minutes. <laughs> and then, uh, then he clotheslined him and almost killed him when he hit the bottom rope. And then uh, he slammed Andre and he won. He uh, slammed Andre the Giant. And Hogan won. He retained the title. And I, I got to say, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I've never heard the Silverdome so loud as when he body slammed Andre and beat him. And you were louder than the '84 Thanksgiving game when they won. <laughs> it was much louder than that. It was oh. it was louder than uh, the '84 Tigers when they beat uh, the Padres. Oh my goodness! Uh, and you were outside. This, this it was amazing. I, I can't believe that you sat outside. You missed it. I, I'm, well, 
it was amazing for the two minutes I assumed it was the he won, and then no one was out here, so I was kind of confused, and then, and, oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to, I'm sorry I had to break that to you. Uh, but, I mean, at least we got in, you know, like that, that my, uh, my contact there, we, we definitely got inside, so that was a plus. Oh, and, well, uh, I guess I seen Roddy Piper's last match. I got that right. Like that's got to be the highlight. That's better yeah. than whatever gonna, Hulk Hogan did. You're gonna after have to. I left. Oh, I was gonna say you could save your ticket stub, and it would be worth a lot of money in you know thirty years. But uh, we didn't have ticket stubs, so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen. But uh, I mean, we saw a lot of good stuff. We saw you know that, that Intercontinental Title match, and we saw King Kong Bundy squashing Little Beaver. Um, <laughs> Oh. We saw Billy Jack I mean, I guess, and Hercules. Yeah. The, I didn't really miss much then. I just missed, you know, like Hulk Hogan won. Uh, yeah, we, we've seen that before. I mean, he beat Bundy. He but beat, he beat Andre the Giant. I know. Oh, man. But, you know. It's like a tree, though. If a tree falls in the woods and you don't see it. You're just going to ignore it? Yeah. It's, it's like the, yeah, so if you don't see Andre the Giant lose. He's still undefeated in your lost. eyes. That That's all that matters. He's still the Polish giant. Except he's not Polish. <laughs> oh, that's boy. okay well well it's it's at least it's early you know but oh my god look at all these people pouring out of the, we're never getting out of here we might as well just yeah, we're stranded now yeah we're just gonna sit in the parking lot here for a couple hours we need one of the little uh, mini rings those guys are driving out of here that was pretty sweet we should <laughs> grab one of those and drive it around the parking lot <laughs> Like a little, like a little mini go kart. That thing was. I don't know what that was. Yeah, it was uh, your boy Piper didn't use it when he walked to the aisle. He walked down the aisle, but uh, <laughs> neither did uh, your neither did your boy Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but I didn't throw a beer at Hogan like you threw a beer at Piper. You <laughs> you love Piper, and as soon as he stepped out, you just chucked a full beer at him. What's going on there? I was, ex- I was so excited. It was it was more of like a parting shot, you know, like hey, thanks for all the memories. <laughs> bitch <laughs> uh, if we, if this ever comes out on VHS tape and you know you like if you noticed how the VHS tapes like you can rent them for a couple of bucks but if you try to purchase them they're like $80 so if, yeah. if we actually scrounge up the money and buy this $80 clamshell you can see right when you right when he steps out you huck that beer at him <laughs> almost put his eye out you know I to be honest, I was more. I was just kind of sad he's leaving. You know, I was like, "You son of a bitch, you left us. We're stuck with Adrian Adonis right now." So it was, uh, it was because I love him so much. I was so sad he was leaving. So I yeah. just, you know what? I'll try to hit him in the head with, hit him in the head with a beer. Well, at least he, he continued on. And uh, your boy Beefcake, you were right. He kind of cost his yeah, team. He came almost, on top. He almost cost his team the match, but then he came back and uh, out of nowhere redeemed himself. And uh, he was a little foggy, you know. Yeah, he's he's doing what you were saying. He was cutting and strutting. He was doing the the moving and the finger things and cutting hair. Yeah, so, that was weird. He was cutting hair. You know, that's not what he was doing at Harpo's. He was cutting <laughs> something up, but it wasn't hair. <laughs> cutting lines up in the bathroom. <laughs> well, I didn't say that much. I was just saying he was, he was dancing. <laughs> cutting up pills like he did that night in Baltimore. <laughs> Giving them to strangers. Um... Yeah, so, well, that was WrestleMania. That's a good one. I, well, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to at least rent the tape to see this uh, 
You said it went on for uh, 12 minutes. That's a... That's a pretty decent little match. That's about most of the show. Yeah. (laughs) More than the 90 seconds that you were there. Uh, Apparently. I I don't know. (sighs) I... I mean, I I stuck around for 30 seconds just in case the sheet came out and threw a fireball (laughs) at him. When that wasn't happening, I was like, I'm out of here. It's time to party. I understand. But hopefully... This is, you know, the only time that that ever happens because we go to a lot of shows. So I, I can't imagine that you're going to do this again. You're going to learn your lesson and un- understand. I got too excited. Yeah, it's, you said I didn't hear the ring bell, but it's so you know it's so loud in there and the sound bounces. So I seen the ref count. I, I seen the hand go down three times. I just assumed tonight. I, well, I guess next time. Next time. I might as well wait till he raises his hand. I guess. Yeah, there'll be a next time. I'm sure, you know, we'll we'll go to other shows. We'll go to other events and concerts and wrestling matches and yeah, maybe we'll uh do this again. We'll we'll keep recording things like this so we can go back and listen to the nonsense and say, "Remember that time we saw Piper's last match?" And uh remember that time we saw little Beaver get squashed. And we can re-listen to this just like we uh our parents make us watch those bad you know, home movies from when they were kids. So this will be our, um, our version of that. Never get that five minutes back to the Can-Am connection was out there. Yeah, except they won. They beat your boys. So <laughs> they, they may be uh, in I line. Fuji. I think they're in line for a tag title shot. They may beat the Hearts. I've, I'm calling oh, it. I don't know. I, I think Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov are uh, they got to yeah. be the next ones up. It's possible. There's a good tag division there in the old WWF. So yeah, it's very deep. All right, our, our tape is running out. I think we're going to uh, seal this up in the vault, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it sounds in twenty, thirty years. So, all right, we're taking off. We're the crowd's still pouring out. We're going to sit in the parking lot, but <laughs> I'm not just going to tape you here crying about missing your, the main event. So it's wasteful. I, Andre the Giant's the champion in my eyes. <laughs> it's all that matters. <laughs> 